0: like casters, pressure kits, and even external glycol chillers. So you can find out more about the new BrewBuilt X1 conical unitanks by going over to morebeer.com for detailed videos on the entire line of Brew Built conicals. You can trust Built with your next fermentation, and you can trust MoreBeer to find the right conical for you. BrewBuilt at morebeer.com.
1: This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot... Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer.
2: Today's Sunday session is brought to you thanks to the fine folks at More Beer. Visit them right now at morebeer.com. You <laughs> I want to be
0: one of the best brewers there is. I stopped uh, dressing all in plastic. You better be
2: brewing five to six times a week. A beer, every beer, is made with love, and it begs to, to be appreciated.
3: I need something to kill the salmonella I'm kind of worried about in the
0: eggs. Do you find that, uh, that the hops kind of clash with the uh, chicken embryo you put in there? <laughs> well,
1: I might sleep here tonight.
3: It's a California <coughs> king. There's plenty of room for both of us, Beavis. Yeah. How many of the brewers over there have seen your ass?
4: That's uh, Someone's getting cut tonight. All yeah. I have to say is...
0: Hey, McDonald.
5: How you doing?
4: (laughs) (laughs) No. Live from the Brewing Network Studios in Northern California, this is the radio program for home brewers, craft brewers, beer lovers, and beer geeks. It's your only source for live beer radio that brings expert brewers together with, well, expert drinkers. This is the radio program with a head on it.
2: This is the session.
3: Hello, everybody. Welcome to the session. I'm your host today, Justin Crosley, and with me, my entire cast of Beardy. Yes. Uh, Turn yourself back on, or I didn't turn you on. Somebody didn't turn you on. My entire cast isn't even here. Why is that not working? Scoot over there. That one always works. Oh oh boy. Let's try that one. Oh, I'm an idiot. I'm an idiot. It's been a week since I've done the show. Anything? There, hey. I just have to push buttons.
6: <laughs> I just have to push the on button. If you hit all of them, eventually you'll be right. That's basically what I
3: started <laughs> doing. Oh, dear. Did someone change the labels over there? Not even. 14 years, ladies and gentlemen. I still can't figure out how to use my studio. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. I'm One of these days. Consummate professional over here. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, yeah, well, we're a little short-staffed here at the moment. Everyone's running late. JP's got a baby, and that does things to him. And I don't, I don't know what t- Tasty might be having a baby. Maybe.
6: <laughs> but JP's had a baby for a year. She's old news now. And he's just now using her as an excuse.
3: And even if there's, like, a gap from when, like, his wife gets home when he has to leave for the show, the baby, what's it, what's it like, an hour? What, what could happen in an hour? Just leave the baby. <laughs> Put on some Netflix. She'll chill. <laughs> yeah. It'll exactly. be fine. You know he's trained that baby to either play video games or binge watch Netflix, it's just oh, gonna yeah. lay there like everything's normal.
6: Oh, he started clans in all these different video games I've seen online. Red Dead Redemption, World of Warcraft. Oh, see. Those are two games I'm sure.
3: Yeah. Maybe I'll make a, a JP doll, like a full size JP doll. <laughs> And just put that on the couch, like, I'll make uh-huh. it so that its arms are kind of out, like, to hold a baby. Mm-hmm. And that'll be my investment in, in his child care. <laughs> Didn't he ever get a cardboard cutout? Don't you just have one folded up somewhere? I, we did. Uh, I think I threw them all away. Oh, okay. The JP one in particular was a little odd, because to get one the size of uh, the actual size of JP mm-hmm. was nearly impossible. He's a big guy. Yeah. foot or something i don't even know <laughs> you duct tape two together <laughs> yeah so he looked like a weird you know little person jp i guess is the is the right way to say it. alice won't know yeah <laughs> as long as the arms are out and he says stupid shit like right. i'll just put a little voice box in it so oh, it's yeah. like you know he just says dumb shit every 20 minutes well you could just put a cell phone there he could
6: talk to her the same way he does
3: oh that's a at good home idea. just right. from the car that's a great idea and then yeah if it goes really long just you know put the show on and then she'll just hear uh, us yeah, eventually for sure. I mean, where does a baby go? Like it just lays there. I feel like
6: That's it's fine. eyes are open or it's eyes are closed. <laughs> it's fine. It's crying or not. Those yeah. are the options.
3: Yeah. This is, this is the brewing network child care program. <laughs> Take it from two guys. who have never held a kid for longer than three seconds. <laughs> exactly. Trying to help families in, in the brewing <laughs> network. So, I mean, Bevo at least brings her kid to work. Yeah. I actually like her kid, right? It's the only kid I like. She's too. a keeper. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she's a keeper. Uh, well, we do have a great show planned for you uh, regardless. Uh, Sun River Brewing Company from Sun River, Oregon is on the program today. And uh, I guess the brewer actually is from, from another brewery. We'll talk to him about his history. But we interviewed him mm-hmm. when he worked for another brewery back in 2013. On this exact day. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Wow. Oddly enough.
6: Wow. <laughs> six years later.
3: That's kind of amazing.
6: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Why do you know that?
6: Because I read the email that he sent where he said I was on
3: the show Oh. But he, he just said that you then went and looked up the show. Oh, no. I thought he put the whole date. Oh, I didn't think so. I oh. thought he just put the year on there. But I don't know.
6: You...
1: That was just the date of the email, Warren.
3: <laughs> oh, I did get it today. I did get that email today. Right. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so it'll be fun to talk to uh, Brett Thomas again, uh, but now with a new brewery up in Sun River, Oregon. And um, I'm going to get some hoppy beers in there. Um, he sent us a Hefeweizen, which we, I don't think oh. we've had a hef on the show in quite some time. Yeah. No, oh, I didn't know people Sorry. were still making those. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's not that many. I was just talking to somebody about this, actually, that they're... Um, but the couple that are, mm-hmm. are still doing really well with it. I mean, that's kind of an obvious statement. Otherwise, they wouldn't be making it. Yeah. But I find it interesting that the couple that are that are making it, it's one of their you know biggest sellers. It's not like it's mm. just trudging along. Okay. Uh, so that's so one of It's s- one of
6: their flagships, then? I don't know. We'll oh, find okay.
3: out about that. I'm just saying, in my experience thus far, mm-hmm. uh, they're usually kind of a flagship type of beer. They're fairly polarizing. Yeah, um, I, I'm rarely a fan of them. I actually yeah. enjoy a couple of sips because there's there's just so much going on there. But the the overall you know clove and banana thing for me is mm-hmm. not a, a my favorite uh, you know style. Yeah, but yeah. I do appreciate tasting them quite a lot because I, you know I can t- I've had some uh, you know Munich Hefeweizens in mm-hmm. my in my day, mm-hmm. and so I like comparing and being able to tell if it's a you know a real heifer or if it's like an American wheat. You know, yeah. It sometimes happens.
6: Yeah, I I tend to prefer the more clovey ones to the banana ones. You do, yeah. And it seems like I started shying away from them because everyone was just doing hot fermentation
3: banana. I see bombs to me anyway. Okay. Well, we'll talk to him about that and maybe yeah. see how you can accentuate those flavors. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, now that you mention it, uh, maybe it kind of makes sense about being fermented properly, too, because the one the German ones I can remember, like a polaner or Hef, uh, uh very clovey. Mm-hmm. Very much so.
6: Yeah, you have to be very uh, uh, strict on your yeast management in terms of pitching rates and temperatures, and, and even your mashing schedule can affect Got it. that banana phenol character balance. Okay.
3: Well, all right. Well, we'll dive into that with Brett then. Yeah. Maybe we'll learn something. Maybe. Maybe. All right. Well, let's do some announcements like we always do. We've got to keep you informed. And announcements are brought to you today by Drake's Brewing Company. You know they're one of my favorites here in the Bay Area. You can go to drinkdrakes.com and check out their full lineup. You can find out where you can get your Drake's. Uh, it's always in my fridge. I really cannot remember a time in the last several years that there was not a Drake's beer in my fridge. My fridge. Uh, I think we might have emptied it a few times. True. But then, like the next day. So, I should right. say there's never a 24 hour period. Okay. Yeah. You know, goes by without a Drake's beer in my fridge. So, uh, big fan. Go to drinkdrakes.com. Uh, all right. Well, as you know, we got a bunch of new shows here on the network. We got our Spanish speaking podcast, Trace Cervezas. You send that to your Spanish speaking friends in other countries or, or this country. I don't care. Um, just let them know. Shine Runner Craft Marketing, if you're a professional and looking to uh, uh, up your marketing game. Uh, Mark there spends a lot of time talking about how to get into supermarket markets, some of the, the, the bigger stores like Costco, things like that. Uh, talks about how to pitch your brand to distributors. He really dives in. Um, you know, it, It's not for homebrewers, I'll tell you that. Uh, it's for those of you who are looking to up your game a little bit. So check that out. That out. That's our Shine Runner craft marketing show. Uh, Heads and Tails, of course, is our distilling show. Yes, and our newest show, the Hop and Brew School podcast, uh, which I'm really enjoying. We just recorded a series of great shows. Okay, uh, with them we had uh, Vinny from Russian River and Jay from Rare Barrel sit in on an episode about hops and sour beer. Um, we just a lot of good content coming out of that one. So check out our Hop and Brew School. Podcast. Do all of those come out all at once? Or do you? nope okay. uh, they they like all of our shows. They release twice a month. Okay, uh, we got another one coming out uh, this Thursday as a Matter of fact, nice. So, two episodes a month out of that one. No one's got time to do, you know, shows every week. So, no, not a professional podcasting network. No, of course not. Who has <laughs> time for that? All right. Uh, our Spring Brews Festival tickets are currently on sale. It's our 10th annual. That's happening March 30th, 2019. You can go to BrewingNetwork.com and get your tickets. The, uh, the early bird special tickets are going to sell out, so you should go buy it soon. If you're, if you're local or if you're going to travel here, get your tickets before that price goes up. I recommend you do that quick over at BrewingNetwork.com. All right, you can support us also by doing your Amazon shopping. Just click on the Amazon link on our homepage and then shop away as you normally would. We'd appreciate it very much. And those of you who do that, thank you for that. Uh, You can also uh, subscribe and join the BN Army. Just hit the Donate button. And for as little as $2 a month, you're entered into the More Beer Monthly Donation Giveaway, uh, which is good for the chance to win $100 to spend over at More Beer. And More beer, of course, is the sponsor of this show and every show. More beer wants to change your malt game with Viking Malt. Hailing from Northern Europe, Viking Malt is a family-owned malt hall. I didn't even get to the other shit. <laughs> Trans-2, not a new. I know. God. Whatever. Viking Malt. Go to com. It's great stuff, all right? Um, brew with ingredients from the future. They're Do good it. to us. Hi, JP. Hi, buddy. Uh, okay. Uh, but, uh, uh, all right, yeah, get uh, information and updates and content over on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Sign up and follow us there. We'll give you stuff that way. Sure. You know what's happening.
0: Be an Insta buddy.
3: Yeah. yeah. And send your feedback to feedback at com. We'd love to hear from you. Just send it over to feedback at com, and uh, we'll read your feedback on the air.
0: We actually do love to hear from you. And, in fact, when we don't hear from you, it's kind of sad. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want you to forget about us. I agree. You know, tell me, tell me your thoughts and feelings.
3: Just wonder where you are.
0: Yeah, which I think is funny because like ten years ago, we're like nobody cares what you think, listeners. So just <laughs> does doesn't matter. Yeah. listen and shut up. And now it's like, man, geez, where, what happened to you? Come Where'd on. you go? Yeah,
3: I no. saw we have me. a lot of feedback this week, so that's good.
0: Yeah, we oh. did, did pretty good too. A lot of people had opinions, which I like
3: hmm. about the show or just in general.
0: Just in general.
3: Okay. Yeah. Right.
6: Great. Opinionated people. We need more of those. Well,
0: they're not in person.
6: Opinionated people in person
0: are worse than opinionated people on the internet. Well, that's not true. In email form.
3: <laughs> okay. Yeah. When you can select to read it or not. <laughs> that's you know. correct. Yeah. yeah. All right. I know you just got here, but do we have a Twitter game today? We do. Great. All right. We're great. That's
0: fantastic. Yeah. That's wonderful. Tony the fucking tiger
3: over that's here. <laughs> great. All right. Feedback. Wait. Twitter is brought to you today. By Brewers Publications, publisher of Goza, brewing a classic German beer for the modern era. Written by Fal Allen. Visit BrewersPublications.com to order a copy of Goza or browse their entire collection of beer and brewing titles. More than 50 of them in all, including some of our hosts, by the way
0: is fall short for anything like fallonious or mm. falernum or it's a good question I
3: don't know why we never asked him that when he was on the show
0: right I mean it, yeah. it,
3: it, fall it's just
0: F-A-L it seems yeah. like uh, it has to be short for something or it's else something. it's a
3: short-sighted or it's just some weird Norwegian name. Yeah. Involved. Involved. He, he does yeah. he looks like a Viking of some kind. He does. So I wonder if he bruises Viking malt. Ah. I will have to find out. I guess we'll have to have him back on the show. Yeah. Just for that. For those two
6: questions.
0: Alright, Fall. well that's it. That's all the time we have. But I I sat in traffic for this. Like what
6: what do you want? Mm, well,
3: safe journey, friends. Yeah. Are you wearing a maroon five shirt that's actually the Jackson five? <laughs> It's pretty good, right? Some basic. <laughs> Where did you get that?
0: Some idiot on Instagram uh, makes
3: like these uh counterfeit shirts basically. Is it racist? I can't tell.
0: I hope not. <laughs> I I'm,
3: know, because you don't did I you, would like to did I would you like
0: ask? to announce that I am not wearing it in any sort of racial you, a
6: capacity <laughs> as my you wore a sweatshirt you, when you walked out of your house to your car, didn't you? I just walk like this?
3: <laughs> do you have the camera on him? Bevos? Did you ask any of your black friends if it's racist?
0: Well, I only know one black person that's Terrence, no. and he's impossible to get a hold of and answer emails. So,
3: can you send a photo to Terrence of this shirt? I want to know if I, I, think I just he's, he's seen it, has he? Yeah. Because okay.
6: I've seen it too. You sent us all a picture. Oh, I mean, I mean right. I'm
3: not sure why it would be. I just, I don't know. Maybe I'm missing something. I worry sometimes that I'm think missing something. Terence has seen know. it. Well, send it anyway.
0: Send it. And,
7: uh, or not.
3: Right. right. Yeah. Well, see,
0: you know what? If Kim was here, she could put up a poll on our Instagram.
6: Mm. Mm-hmm. You might need to specify the shirt because Terrence's answer about Jason might be different.
0: Terrence's answer about Jason better be no, absolutely not. He's actually a friend, and he shares black stories.
3: Mm. Anyway, listeners, it is a Maroon 5 shirt. It says Maroon 5 along the bottom... Which of course is a white band, yeah. But then the
0: whitest band. But then, I don't know. Yeah, they yeah. played
3: the Super Bowl recently and tore it. Oh up. gosh! And then the photo though is of a very young Jackson Five, so it's very interesting.
0: Actually, it was. Uh, it was. Uh, Their shirt was on sale during the Super Bowl. It happened like during halftime. I checked this
6: dude's account and it was oh,
3: like, "All right,
0: halftime only." I'm like, "Please take my money," just because I couldn't <laughs> stop uh, laughing
6: about it.
3: Opportunist, yeah. right there. Do you follow this person's Instagram in general? Is he like a yeah. t shirt guy? Yeah, or? I mean, okay. I can tell you yeah. what it is. If it's you called want to know Racist
0: Teas. It. Yeah, it's called Meth Syndicate. Okay. Yeah.
3: <laughs> and all he does is t shirts, though? Or? Yeah. Yeah.
0: I think he works at like a printing shop and then he just makes he these meth. retarded, like, uh, <laughs> He, doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah. he does these weird like mashups and shit and uh i don't know this one was the only one that i really liked everything else is kind of like eh, i don't really care
3: right yeah. have you have you worn it in public uh yeah. other than today yeah i ever- think
0: i wore it to the show like a couple weeks ago when i first got okay. it. i was really proud of it
3: have you gotten any comments from the public no okay no nothing
0: generally people don't really talk to me they just <laughs> you yeah. know like uh, move dude right, can yeah. you move please right can i please can't, pants up, I get can't out of here? see yeah,
3: yeah. okay all right. Well, B, let us know what Terrence uh, says. Uh, all right. Well, what's the our... voice
0: of a generation, <laughs> right. the voice of a, <laughs> of a cultural
3: movement? Yeah. Who else? I got Garrett Oliver. I'm going bar- to bother Garrett. you know, bother Garrett.
7: <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> that would be great <laughs> just to bother him with this terrible lowbrow. Like, <laughs> yeah. racist.
3: Not... and he's like, the fact that you're sending it to me makes it racist. Yeah. Yeah. Dear, dear it sir. wasn't racist before, <laughs> right. but the fact that you're now, you have to ask me or you thought, or that I I'm your black friend makes it racist, right?
0: And no, it's not.
3: Yeah, right.
0: All right. What's All our right. Twitter game? Well, you know what? I was thinking the uh, the season finale or the series finale of Game of Thrones mm. is fine is is finally upon us. I think it starts in April.
3: I think I read that. It's about a month away. Or this spring, yeah.
0: Yeah. So it got me thinking, eventually, we're not going to be doing this show. Eventually, at some point, the show will not be here, Mm. right? Mm -hmm. So what's our final show? What's our finale going to be?
6: Does that mean we won't be here eventually also?
0: I don't know. Maybe we'll move on to other things. Like I'm, I'm waiting to see if Pixie Playland up the road ever gets uh, put up for sale because I'll buy that and I'll oh. be a theme oh, park. Okay. I thought
3: for sure Dude. you were just going to say you're waiting to see if they need an engineer for their little toy train. To you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was like your, I picture that being your dream <laughs> job. I never thought you'd go so big as to own <laughs> Pixie yeah. Land. Wait,
1: yeah. So your your dream job is to be a carny. <laughs>
3: <laughs> to own the to carnival, carnival.
7: PT Barnum.
3: Yeah, Pixie Land is this little park in Concord. It's got a couple of little rides on it, and its main attractions like this little you know choo-choo train that goes around the thing. <laughs> and I, I just thought for sure that's what was going to come yeah. out of your
6: mouth. Oh
0: man, I wish. No, we actually you were have to there. start somewhere. That's know. true. He's going to rebrand
6: it Wonderland and wear that maroon five t-shirt. Oh. This will actually be the
3: logo. <laughs> just
6: nice. the actual t-shirt.
3: Yes, Bevo.
1: Okay, so Terrence said for sure, and I said really, okay. and he said. Do you even know what maroons are? And I said no. Nope. And he's texting me back. So I'm assuming that maroon is like a no. I've
0: never no, look. No, I'm well no. versed. I think in it's a it, color. Every sort of hold, hold. slur. Every Please. Sort of- I've never <laughs> heard
3: that. What if it's completely like a white supremacist shirt, exactly. and you've been wearing it all I'll this time? I'll take it time. off tomorrow. Tomorrow.
6: <laughs> I mean, think about where most meth is made and where most white supremacists live. I mean, It's the same area. Oh. Uh-oh. Well, a maroon Fair is a Lake? common word. <laughs>
0: yeah. it's, it's so. It's uh, what you, Queensland? It? Yeah, just. I mean, but this is Urban Dictionary, right? Okay. Oh no, maroon a, f- a fugitive black slave of the West Indies and Guyana in oh, the seventeenth
7: and eighteenth yep. century. Oh. Okay. but it's not.
0: It, but it doesn't sound like a slur. It's a fugitive. Well, well I guess it, it's not really it, nice. It becomes
3: is it? one now. It, like yeah. the Jackson <laughs> <Yeah>. Five <laughs> aren't,
0: right.
7: aren't black
6: sense. fugitives.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Parents just said. African slaves in America that escaped plantations and started settlements. Oh,
0: my God. That's actually
6: not true. Yeah, it's uh, East Indies.
0: Well, either one is not good. Also a descendant of such a slave. Oh, no. Or, or... Or a person who is marooned. I choose positivity and mm. not negativity. People with my words. But, but you have a picture <laughs> of five black people that on were your chest. not marooned anywhere. This yeah, is why uh, I choose
6: blank T-shirts.
2: Uh,
3: uh, yeah. Uh,
2: uh, no, <laughs> no. Oh, this is my
0: like my favorite T-shirt. I you, thought it was hilarious. Turn yeah, no it turned wonder, inside out.
3: No I, I, wonder nobody talks to you when you wear it. They think you're a racist <laughs>
6: asshole. I,
0: I have well, I have a feeling that nobody uh, oh nobody knows that. Don't Terrence. No. no, there's like Nobody one. has access
6: to the internet like Nobody you do. Nobody
0: knows. Nobody. But but would you ever think to Google I the s-
6: definition of maroon? I
3: don't as know. A slur? I sensed it right off the bat. Oh, like it's yeah.
6: a little strange. There has to be a connection there, but also, and maybe even if I don't get it.
1: But also Terrence knew, which means that pe- there's like one every 19 people who are gonna know. Yeah, and you're the guy being a dick. Mm,
0: Why one in nineteen that the demographic?
1: Sure.
3: (laughs) Now I gotta blur it out on the video. We have to. We have to delete all of this conversation.
6: Well,
0: now what am I gonna wear? Should I turn it inside out in solidarity? Time to take it off. Take it off. (laughs) Yeah,
3: I feel like you should turn it inside out.
6: Uh,
0: What if I just turn it backwards?
3: we could just face backwards i guess but then you're not going to see when someone comes to kick your ass you walk out of here so i you know
0: i guarantee you look i'll tell you what you're there's, gonna go, a, there's you're gonna a, a black it? guy out there you're he go saw do- my shirt and he said he liked it
3: he did yes are you sure sh- uh, you told me nobody comments right, yeah. uh, well
0: it the was story's it was, changing it, was, it was more of aaron said is that does that say aaron 5 and then the guy goes oh it's a good band like it was a joke, but he saw my shirt. So I guarantee, you, if we pull him in and and he go, and you go, do you think this shirt is racist? I'm not going to turn maroon.
3: we're getting more racist. That's racist. Let's pull all the black people. You know, I mean, we're just also, verifying. Maybe it didn't register for him right away. Maybe he was like, like sometimes right. you know, when you look at things, your 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 mind even fills in the blank. He he might have thought it said Jackson Five. Exactly.
0: Yeah, but you're assuming that like every race knows all of these slurs about them just because Terrence knows it doesn't mean everybody else knows it. Terrence, I right. have a feeling researches all that
3: shit. No, no I, I agree. I'm not saying it, it's impossible that he likes it. Yeah, I'm just saying it's more possible that he misread it, I think. It's yeah. possible. You know? This is an
6: opportunity for us to get Jason's ass kicked on <laughs> the air. Uh, yeah. I disagree. Okay. I disagree,
0: but uh, alright, cool.
6: Uh, Good okay. story,
0: everybody. Thank you. <laughs> Appreciate I mean, that very much. <laughs> Listen, on one hand, I'm, I'm sorry for here.
3: ruining your favorite shirt. Yeah. On the other hand, I thank you're welcome for. <laughs> I might have just saved your life,
0: right? But I, gar- I just, I, I still guarantee you that it wasn't. It wasn't how the shirt was created, and it's nobody would know that. Nobody would know that it's just a funny shirt that I mean, happens to have a derogatory term attached to it that nobody knows. Why would the one person have made the connection? I don't know. Like, yeah, this it's the
3: Jackson Five. It's a coincidence. It's too a coincidence. coincidence. Oh, too, much, beer, too much of a coincidence. Here are two things that are five. Did you yeah. read through the comments <laughs> on the Instagram when it was posted? Yeah. You did. Yeah. Mm.
0: Well, it wasn't up for
7: very
3: long. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you read your own comment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How do I get one of these?
0: I mean,
1: it is. Look, it is good. You know this now. No. Right? Like, no, it's
0: not. If yours hey. bliss, I would rather not know this. Right. So, now so you, Nobody else does. So when we take
1: our family trip to New Orleans, you want to be walking around in that shirt?
0: Yes. Ooh, yeah, um, yeah. No, I can't. Well, now. now I no. That's what I'm saying. Before. I would do it.
1: So now you just want you would rather have gotten your ass kicked without knowing why. No, I'll
0: mm. tell you what. Because honestly, I think more people in New Orleans would have a problem that it's the Jackson Five with Maroon Five mm. than it is that oh well. Did you know? Did you know that Maroon is actually a slur? Terence just he's he's a, a, a ineligible mm. for this conversation. He doesn't know.
3: You might be right, but either way, you were going to get your ass kicked. Yeah,
0: but yeah, but I would rather get my ass kicked in the name of comedy versus
6: racism. <laughs> right.
3: Personal growth is hard. All right, it really is. Yeah, especially in the pants. All right, what's our Twitter game again? I don't know anymore. <laughs> uh, what would our final episode yeah. of the BN look like? Sure. The session look like
1: JP's funeral after, he gets, after he gets killed
7: wearing
0: <laughs> At the break, I'm going to go out. I'm going to go out and stand right in front of the uh, the patron and just order a beer and not say anything. And he'll look at my shirt and then he'll, and he'll go, "I like it." And I'll go, "Yeah, do you, do you see it? it's a Maroon five? And he goes, "Yeah, I think that's funny." And I'll go.
6: A man. Okay. Well, high if five. Then you should ask him, do you know what a maroon is? <laughs> yeah.
0: And then I should look at him and not blink at all and You're explain right. to him what a maroon is. That's not good. No. That's not. That's Uh-oh. stupid. I don't like that Cringing I know
1: that. so hard right now.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I really don't it. like that I know that. <laughs> all
3: right. Let's move on to some feedback. Who am generally
0: bummed <laughs> out. And luckily feedback's brought <laughs> to us by
3: my lawyer. Yeah. <sighs> um, Feedback's brought to you today by the Beer Law Center, protecting our trademark. They can do the same for you, plus uh, brewery registration filings, all sorts of things. Go to BeerLawCenter.com. John's a good guy. He'll take care of you. I promise. It's true. All right. Derek writes in, uh, titled, The Best Beer Podcast Ever. Uh, good noon, Brewcasters from Alaska. After one and a half year hiatus, I started listening again because of a job change. I caught up in some of last year's session episodes, uh, specifically the one with Russian River, talking about construction of the new Windsor Brewery. And then a few weeks ago, I was lucky enough to visit the brewery, took the awesome guided tour, had his first Pliny the Elder, which he says was his white whale. Um, the cool ship had just been filled that afternoon, which is an amazing sight. Then my wife and I finished our barrier trip with a visit to the Grenade. I thoroughly thoroughly enjoyed a Heretic Evil Twin and some other beers there. So all of this was thanks to you at the Brewing Network after years of listening to your podcast. Uh, so entertained, more beer savvy, and laugh every time I listen. Especially re-listening to Lunch Meat, he says.
6: Oh, Jesus.
3: So yeah. much so that I signed up as a corporal in the BN Army. Thank you for that. We need your donations. We appreciate them. Thanks for all you do something for Lunch Meat? Um, well, he goes on to say, thanks for all you do. Shut up, beardy. Oh, okay. JP, you suck. Eh. Bevo, I have a double wide for sale if you're interested. And I'm pretty sure I saw Justin run out the door of the grenade to sign a bill of sale for 50 bucks for the BN. Cheers. From Derek Frisky. He says, seriously, it's pronounced Frisky. That's a good name. Um... We were talking about Cascadian dark ale and mountain style last week yeah, on yeah. the program. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Oost writes in that JP was partially correct in this March 11th. All right. I like how you're happy to be partially yeah. correct. Hey, he oh, yeah. rounds up.
0: All I heard is correct. <laughs> yeah.
3: That's all I heard. Completely wrong on the shirt, partially correct <laughs> on the feedback. You know what? The shirt
0: is uh, a symbol of my individual <laughs>
3: jb was partially correct in this march 11th 2019 episode um but very indeed (laughs) this is a weird sentence (laughs) basically a brewery did claim to invent and trademark the word cascadia in the style cascadian dark ale it was steamworks brewing in vancouver british columbia canada did trademark um and claim that they invented the term cascadia uh and as any trademark holder would aggressively defend, but locally, this was found to be a gigantic joke and not taken seriously, as they never even made a seriously hop darker style. But JP venting his spleen is a good idea, however, and who can't get behind this? So cheers to the BN team. Love you, folks. Recommend to all willing to listen.
0: What does your spleen even do?
3: I don't know. Vents, apparently. Fuck. He does go on to say, give us some some advice, though. Okay. Uh, and it's, he gets very serious all of a sudden. Oh,
0: God. Honestly, like
3: though, if you don't get a more diverse group on your panel, it's going to die. Today might be an example of this. Um, <laughs> he's, he's, the panel will die. <laughs> he says women should be the easiest adjustments. Just add a few women. It's more complicated than this, but even as a white male in my 30s, you're all going to die without more voices that aren't white males in their 30s. Well, right. Only There's only one white male in his 30s left in this room. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. I am the right diversity now. now. Right, exactly. Like, no, Justin yeah.
0: and I are the diversity.
3: Right. Well, no, you're the same. He says, I hope you can keep the BN going. Much love. Okay, well, thank you for the advice. Uh, Yeah, yeah, you know, over the years, we've always wanted uh, some more female voices on here, and we have tried from time to time. Um, But, uh, you know, it's hard to find talent. You know, talent. You can't just you, you <laughs> can't just true. be a female. You oh, just you just walk in with a vagina and you're like a great brewcaster. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so so I women all, are less
6: talented. You heard it here first, folks.
3: <laughs> no, it's hard to find talent <laughs> on, on any gender. Um, That's true. We and to, race, by the
6: way. Right. <laughs>
0: yeah. We need the Amy Schumer of uh, of beer. Right. Uh, yeah. So like unfunny and full of themselves. Yeah. Mm. Um, no, I'm kidding. And used to be um, popular. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, people. Yeah, people say this over the years. Every now and then, and it's like, why well, we we're never accepting applications. Right. It's not like we're having a search. Come be the next brew cat. Like it's just you know. Yeah. It's not like we don't know people that would represent the demographics that this person is implying that we should hire. I don't, which I don't is know not any of those people. people. But uh, I mean, we all know women and. People of you know POCs, I guess is the, the cool term, but is um, yeah, I guess. Mm. But um, <laughs> take, it, take it from him. But it's, I mean, it, but, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. Right. Clearly,
3: I'm but, really wishing we had some diversity right now. <laughs>
0: but yeah. it's not like uh, it's not like um, uh, yeah, there's it's not like there's a casting call where we're denying mm. people to come in and be a part right. of the show.
3: Yeah, I mean, so, Bevo's not really contributing much. Well, on she the never mic, really so. did anyway. Mm. Yeah, we've uh, technically since day one, we've always had a female on the show. Correct. Uh, Whether or not they sit in here and talk beer with us, I guess, is the them getting. I'm
1: here. I diversify you.
3: It's funny how people disqualify you, Bevo. And I think in part (laughs) is because, like, you... Maybe you don't count because you have the same sense of humor as us, or you don't, like, you know... Because I'm just a
1: boy with boobs.
3: (laughs) Yeah, like, is that why people think Bevo doesn't count? I don't know. I think maybe
1: because I don't contribute a lot to the interviews either. Like, I don't have... I I feel like from listening, I know a lot about brewing and the process and whatever, but I don't... Right. I don't feel like any questions that I have haven't already been asked, so... You're out. I keep to myself.
3: Yeah, well, and
0: the lightning deals on Target are going to be—they're going to be gone. <laughs> Whatever. Be yeah, them.
3: yeah.
1: yeah. Right. I'm not you on Target. Hit that refresh
6: button.
3: Yeah, I mean, in, in Bevo's defense, the only time we talk to her is when we're talking about shopping, her boobs, or asking someone if something's racist. True. <laughs> right. So I suppose. So I feel
1: like the question should be presented to me: Is that sexist? <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> mm. But we would never ask you because your no. answer is not valid. Correct. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes we trick Shimki into coming in. She's a female, right? 30-something, right? But see, that's what I mean. You know why people don't count? Ca- All right, I'm just going to say this. You know why people don't count people like Shimky or, say, like Nicole Ernie? Mm-hmm. Because they find their voices annoying. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. like, when we have had those people on the show, no one has ever once written in, please have them on the show more.
7: <laughs> please put this
3: female on the show more. And, and so, now, listen. And by the way, I'm not saying that's a, a bad thing for you listeners because I, I think You know, there's something to be said for having a nice voice on the radio and things like that. And so that's kind of what I mean by, like, talent. Like, we've had some very experienced and knowledgeable women on the program before. But, you know, you have them on a few times and people literally wrote in, can you please get these people off the air? Right. So I need someone with a nice delivery, you know, you know someone like us but a like female. us
0: you
6: know <laughs> That's correct
0: justin i'm glad that you verbalized the verbose attitude towards the other gender yeah. and possibly a work employment situation
6: <laughs> just be more
0: I'm, I'm like us i'm going to
1: need your help cuz i don't remember where she's from her name's teresa she had dreadlocks that was the only Feedback. I feel like we've ever gotten yeah, yeah, positive I don't know. about a woman.
6: I don't know. Oh, from yes. um, from Crooked Lane. From Thank Crooked you. Lane.
3: We actually just hung out with her last Friday. She's nice. that's right, Brad. And she and I did invite her to come to shows us, and she was down to do it. Uh, yeah. Only issue is she lives you know two and a half hours away. <laughs> but yeah. she maybe she can be a semi regular guest as a matter of fact. So, in other words, I'm not against any of this. I just you know send me somebody with some chops. That's right. That's all.
0: Not the, not the facial hair, but the...
3: Yeah. yeah. Right. Well, right. that too, I guess. Uh, okay. So thank you, Uts, for writing in. Okay. Here's one about the Boyle Rumble. That's our uh, national homebrew competition, club competition that we've done. The Brewing Network partnered with Melvin Brewing Company and More Beer to Do. We just did the first round, which I was telling you about last week. I think those first round winners were going to be announced publicly today. So uh, hopefully you'll know. But this is from a guy... Who, uh, was listening to us talking about the judging and he sent in, uh, a Kaviki Kav- Kaviki. Oh K- yeah. Kaviki. So he's trying to know guess to if that's it. the one that you were talking about. Yeah. He didn't know if it was his or if there was another. Um, and I don't know either, uh, and there's a, he's also trying to tell me how to say it, but I don't know. Whatever. Kaviki. I've heard <laughs> just Kavik. Quebec Kavik. Yeah. Quebec, yeah. I mean, who cares? He sent a little thing, like a pronunciation thing. Let's see if this works. K'waii. Oh. oh. <laughs> Wait, what?
0: <laughs> That's the most Eastern European thing ever. <laughs> <Can> I <laughs>
3: Why did not I keep it playing? Let's try that again. I don't know. Let's see what that music's all about. Um, here we go. We're going to learn how to say it, then we're going to dance. <laughs> Can I? Yeah, what is this? It's the official theme of the Kvite. Yeah, I think. Least preferred music.
0: Yeah, by international law, once somebody says it, you have to play this for two minutes. Oh wow! That's why the style was prepared. Okay.
3: Whatever this is, it's been listened to twelve thousand times, and and it's been it's been hearted ninety one of those times. And how long does this go on? Only thumbs down seven times.
0: Wait, 12,000 times in Hearted 91? That's not a very good ratio.
3: You know, I was thinking of changing the, uh, a big series of, of our intro to the session, and I couldn't find any good music yet. What do you think?
6: This. Yeah. <laughs> Kvek.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I think this kind of fits us.
0: I feel like I'm playing GTA right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Ballad of Gay Tony. Yeah.
3: yeah. Here
0: comes the night. Here comes the night with the Quebec.
3: All right, maybe that's our new theme. We'll see. Uh, Anyway, he gives a bunch of information about the, what was it, Kvike? Kvike. Kvike. Uh, He He, does say traditionally beers would have lacto in them, but that's more from poor sanitation practices than anything intentional. Uh, He says any of the yeast that you buy from a lab today is an isolate of just the Kvike strain. Um Most strains ferment very clean at high temps, he said. I mentioned that this beer was fermenting at at like 95 degrees. And he says uh, he did his at 95 degrees. um, But he's heard people going over 100 without producing estuary beers. They ferment extremely quickly and flocculate like crazy. Uh, He says his was done in three to four days and was carved and bottled on day nine. Uh, What else is worth saying here? He says this yeast works best when under-pitched and with two times or more yeast nutrient.
7: Hmm.
3: That's interesting. Hmm.
0: With two times. Under-pitched right. and then to double the yeast nutrient. I, well, to stress them out, but make sure they <clears throat> still go.
6: Well, mm-hmm. you're giving it a ton of nutrients, so then it, I guess you're kind of balancing out that growth stress with giving it extra food to maybe get through that period. Why not yeah. just pitch a normal amount and nutrient a, new, a normal amount?
0: Well, I think maybe like... Uh, um, Brett It pays to underpitch Because you get You drive some more of those Complimentary esters Yeah And yeah, so that's With
6: the growth phase Yeah Yeah I don't know I'm not Kaveckian Hmm
0: Should be You look it
3: He does say that Kavik Was that it? Quebec. Quebec. I can't Kavik. even remember that We probably anyway. need to listen to that song again <laughs>
6: Yeah
3: I think that's gonna happen <laughs> um, He said it's a type of yeast Not a beer style So uh, keep that in mind. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Just like hop varietals? Uh, Yes. So that's from Kyle, PS, suck it, JP.
7: Uh, Okay. Uh,
3: Here's another one about the Odell and the Mountain Style. Hey guys, I'm Bevo. I was listening to the most recent show and would like to comment on the Odell style of IPA. I understand this guy is upset that this might be a staple beer to him and many others, but if it doesn't sell, it must go. I don't find the namesake mountain to be misleading, because since they just want to keep the slogan around for other beers. Um, Here in Fort Collins, I guess Aaron's writing from Fort Collins, we have too many brewers uh, to name and breweries fighting for name recognition. So, even though Odell's in New Belgium don't have to fight for that, we have seen beers from New Belgium um, disappear because they're only popular with a very small crowd. So, he says if breweries want to keep growing, they blah, 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 blah.
7: so he does say
3: um, he will, however, <laughs> yeah, make sure uh, to try this new mountain IPA in a flannel koozie while looking at different beer, beard oils to purchase. Oh, well, good. Like thank, we recommend it. Thank God. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
6: I mean, at least someone out there knows what they're doing. It really brings out the hop, the intense, juicy hop character, I think, that that style is known for. Correct. Yeah. Mm. With no lactose or fruit
0: additions, like right. all any IPAs have. Right. And yeah. a malt backbone. Correct.
3: He does give us one last bit of knowledge. He says Lagunitas will uh, now be brewing Newcastle Brown Ale.
0: That's right. What I read this? He yeah. says the
3: recipe will change as well to a more hoppy brown versus to oh, traditional. Oh no, that's interesting.
0: Why? That I didn't know. I thought they were just you mean, you know. replicating Newcastle <laughs> Brown over here because that's such a, a pure beer.
3: Yeah. Why well, I don't would you know that we it? should take Aaron's word as the gospel? <laughs> <if> some <laughs> no. guy wrote into our feedback. It's
0: true. I'm already
3: upset about it.
0: Yeah. His name might even be Aaron.
3: Yeah. I I would find it interesting if they changed it. Like, yeah, I don't know why. I'd love just a nice, fresh version of it. Dude. Would you be able to get the good version
6: still here in the U.S. if they hop it
3: up? The good version. (laughs) Good question. All right. We'll find out, maybe. Hmm. Uh, Okay. Finally. This one's weird. Oh. uh, Hey, my networks. What the hell happened? At the end of the session episode with Secret Trail Brewing, the meltdown about beer reality show hosts, the Dickman jokes, and even Blobber's appearance in the Twitter game was reminiscent of the genius of the golden age of the session.
0: Jeez, we've been around
3: mm. so long we
6: have a golden age.
3: I know. <laughs> maybe this is maybe this is our last episode.
6: Are we in the platinum age now? I mean, judging the by the
3: feedback age? so far, this might be our last episode. <laughs> Everyone thinks we're dying on the vine. Uh, he says, kudos to that. Add the trifecta of Andy Woods, Who Ate All the Pies, and the Bub Timer, and you'll have truly returned to your glory days. That's from Black Island Brewer, which may or may not be racist. I don't know. Mm. Let's ask him. (laughs) (laughs) All right. That's our feedback for today. Uh, Thanks for for listening to that. And thanks for writing in. You can send your feedback to feedback at thebrewingnetwork.com.
0: That's right. Uh, Forbes says that uh, apparently Newcastle sales have plummeted globally five years ago. The brand was close to 7 million cases. Today, they're around 2 million. Whoa. I love Newcastle. I drank a ton of it as a, as a 20-year-old and mm-hmm. in my 30s, but mm-hmm. it just it's hard to find fresh. It just really is. It gets yeah. easily, easily damaged. So,
3: so what else do they say? Uh,
0: well, they say... Um, it will be have a different label than other Newcastle Brown Ales and a different recipe. So that's that's all they say. Is it's it will have a different recipe for the US market than I was going to say a different
3: ones. label than other Newcastle Brown Ales, so it is basically a different beer. It's a different it's, beer but
0: it's still going to be called Newcastle.
3: It's Newcastle America.
0: Right. Hmm. Which leave it to Lagunitas to make everything confusing. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Well, maybe we'll try to get Jeremy from Loganitas on the line sometime and see if he can explain this nonsense to us.
0: He's also going
6: to have THC and CBD oil. <laughs> <in it. laughs> yeah, right. right. Uh,
0: you're basically going to die as soon as you
6: drink it. <laughs> That's the uh, yeah,
0: they cut 100 employees and then signed the contract to start brewing La- uh, Newcastle. Lagunitas did.
6: Lagunitas cut 100 employees. Yeah. Wow.
3: Interesting. Maybe Jeremy doesn't work there anymore.
0: <laughs> no, he works there. I see him quoting him being quoted in press releases every now and then. Got it. All right. I'm done
7: with you.
3: Okay, we're going to take a quick break. Before that, don't forget about our friends over at Neshaminy Creek Brewing. They've been brewing award winning beers in Croydon, Pennsylvania since 2012. Proud winners of four Philly Beer Scene Magazine Awards for Brewer of the Year and three for Brewery of the Year. Two-time GABF winners for their Vienna style and a bronze for their smoke lager. they got a big-ass tap room with 24 beers on tap, 18 of which are rotating and special or limited beers. Variety of beer styles and hop double IPAs, uh, sessionable poundable lagers, even oak fermented saisons and sour beers. If you can't make it to Croydon, don't worry, hit up their second location in Jenkintown called the Borough Brew House, which features a full menu and 22 beers on tap, including guest taps from local breweries, meters, as w- uh, meteries, as well as uh, Pennsylvania cider. So go check them out at com, and uh, you know tell them that we sent you. That's right. They're our friends over there. Alright, we're going to take a quick break when we come back Sun River Brewing Company will be on the line hang in there this is the session
7: like
2: Star Treatment today.
4: Hi, this is Tyler from Liberty and Brewing Company in the central
2: coast of California. You're listening to Brewing Network, The Session. It sucks. Does it suck? It sucks. But that's what's good about it, is that it sucks, right?
3: All right, welcome back to the program. Thanks for joining us. Can I just say I love all people
0: of all ethnicities and backgrounds and colors? Like I'm you know what I mean? Can I just say that out loud just, on the record? You, you love can.
3: groups of five people.
0: <laughs> That's why I have a thing for five. Right. Pentagrams. Yeah.
3: Uh, All right, well, this segment is brought to you by White Labs. You go to whitelabs.com, check them out. Uh, Pure liquid yeast means better beers. White Labs boasts the highest concentration of yeast in the industry thanks to their patented FlexCell technology and pure pitch packaging. The yeast contained and delivered using these innovations are propagated in all-grain wort, providing the perfect nutrients for growth and optimal performance. With White Labs Pure Liquid Yeast, your finished beers will meet the high-quality flavor profiles that you intend to produce. Discover the White Labs difference. Go to whitelabs.com slash yeastbank to find the perfect strain for your next beer. That's whitelabs.com. All right. As promised, we've got Sun River Brewing Company on the line with us, and we should be speaking to Brett Thomas, their director of brewing operations. Hey, Brett. Thanks for being on the show.
5: Hey, good evening.
3: It's nice to talk to you again. I guess we talked to you way, 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 way back in 2013. <laughs>
5: Yeah, you talk about some craziness, uh, you know, the social media and the Facebook uh, reminded me this morning, six years ago to the day.
3: Really? I told (laughs) you. (laughs) That is crazy. What a coincidence that is. That's funny.
0: Six years ago to the day.
3: Right. And now everybody knows I'm the only one who reads the guest interview emails. Yeah, I guess you're right. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well thanks for uh, returning and being on the show with us it's good to talk to you again
5: brett yeah happy to be here
3: now brett is with as i've been saying sun river brewing company which is out of sun river oregon and uh what do you got you guys open about 2012
5: yeah we got our uh pub open uh, down in the sun river village back in july 2012 uh, started building out our production facility in July, 2013 and, wow. uh, brewed our first batch of beer on January 1st, 2014.
7: Okay.
3: Well, that's a pretty quick, uh, expansion from a, from a brew pub to a production facility right away and within a year, basically.
5: Yeah. You know, uh, once they got the, got that pub open, they realized pretty quickly that, a, a two or three barrel system was not going to cut it for their customer load and, uh, Kind of went after something a little more serious.
3: Okay, so tell me about Sun River, the the town that, that you're in, because it sounds like it was a, it's a bit of a vacation spot or a tourist spot.
5: Yeah, for sure, uh, definitely kind of a a, a a tourist town, vacation town, uh, however you want to want to phrase that. We are about fifteen miles uh, south of Bend, Oregon, so uh, definitely in that uh, central Oregon sphere. Um, small community, probably three to 4,000 permanent residents. Uh, and then, uh, you know, midsummer, holiday weekends, uh, it'd be anywhere up to 10, 12, 13,000 people additional.
3: Wow. What a great spot to open a brew pub. That makes sense.
5: Yeah, totally. Uh, captive audience.
3: Yeah, for sure. We were looking for a minute at opening a hop grenade on, on Maui, mostly because I just wanted to be on Maui.
6: Yeah, sure.
3: And, uh, You know, real estate was really expensive, uh, and we kind of did the math and figured out that we had to sell, I think it was something like twice as much beer as we sell here in Concord every day for 365 days a year in order to break even. (laughs) (laughs) Easy. But the reason I'm bringing this up is that when you're in kind of a destination location like that or a vacation spot or a tourist spot, there are no Mondays. You know, oh, that's true. It, it, when you're on vacation, every day is a Friday. Every mm. day is a Saturday. Right. And so the... If I was willing to take on the risk of all of that, it, it yeah. certainly could have have paid off. You know, mm-hmm. even though that number seems massive, yeah. Uh, but when you're in a place where there are no Mondays, um, you know, sometimes it works out. I, I just bring it up for you, Brett, because if you guys are kind of, uh, you know, maybe you experience the same thing, people are taking their week long vacation. I'm thinking that brew pub is full on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, not just Friday, Saturday.
5: Yeah, I mean, of course, uh, a little bit of uh, seasonality tied into that, but uh, okay. I have just, I, I have seen some amazing things uh, in reference to customer load. Uh, you know, you get uh, a midsummer day, Sun River Pub, we could be seating upwards of eleven hundred people.
3: Oh my God, that's, <laughs> that's, that's that's
0: incredible. Imagine being a server working that.
6: Right. It, oh, my God. It's great for the bottom line. But even as a brewer, that can be a nightmare to manage because unless your system is scaled for the busy time and right. you just set
3: idle in the slow time, you're struggling then at that point, I imagine. Well, that's a good point, Beardy. So and, and Brett, you even mentioned this at that, that little system. Would you say two or three barrels wasn't enough? I can't imagine they were able to keep up even from day one.
5: Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's something that they really just uh, uh, got past intellectually very quickly, and yeah. uh, channeled all their resources towards uh, getting a production facility up and running.
3: So, how, what size is the production facility?
5: Yeah, so uh, currently, a brew house and there's a four vessel, uh, fifteen barrel JV Northwest brew house, uh, uh, twelve thousand, oh, about twelve thousand five hundred square feet. Uh, a lot of depth to our sellers, a lot of tanks, a lot of staff. Uh, great canning line. Yeah, place is place pretty built out at this point.
3: And you have two other uh, pub locations besides the the original in Sun River, is that right?
5: Yeah. So we've got the, we've got the original pub location in Sun River. Uh, beyond that, we have our production facility in Sun River. Uh, we've got a pub uh, in Bend, uh, Oregon, on uh, over on the west side on Galveston Avenue, and uh, last week we just opened up. Uh the new pub over in uh, the Oakway Mall in Eugene. Oh,
3: yeah, I read wow. that. Uh, Eugene's a cool place. That's a good place to open. I've heard
0: a lot about it. I've heard that it's very, very nice mix of well, just kind of hang out, cool, chill people.
3: It's a funky little town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Funky big town, actually. Funky little check. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why'd you guys choose Eugene?
5: Uh, you know, I mean, that was a pretty, pretty complex process. Yeah. Uh, uh, as it stood at the time of that decision, like we had a really great customer base in Eugene, as far as our uh, product that uh, you know went out to pubs, tap houses, grocery stores. Uh, one of our uh, largest wholesalers that we deal with, they're uh, headquartered in Eugene, and uh, got quite a bit of staff uh, from our existing locations that had uh, Eugene in their background. It just kind hmm. of the the right place for us to go to. Okay, no,
3: it's not too far away from Bend either, is it?
5: Yeah, you know, it's, it's within striking distance. We, we spent quite a bit of time, and uh, we were real thoughtful with the process of uh, looking where this next pub was going to be, and, uh, you know, we, we were in you know, Washington and Oregon and Idaho, and kind of kept coming back around to Willamette Valley, and uh, Eugene was the location that kept standing out to us.
3: Now, are there, are there brew systems in any of these locations besides the original and, and then the production facility?
5: Yeah, so the original location does not have any brewing equipment in it anymore. Okay. Uh, we kind of decommissioned everything and uh, got the, uh, the main production facility up and running. Uh, so none of the three pubs currently have brew houses in them. Got it. But, uh,
3: it's just a pain in kinda, the ass.
5: Kind of have this understanding if we, uh, if we decide if and when to open fourth location, we're definitely going to have to move that direction.
6: Sure. So the production brewery is kind of tapped out with... Um, the three locations currently then?
5: Yeah, we, we. I mean, we can certainly squeeze a little bit more out of there, but, uh, you know, we're mindful of, uh, uh, you know, square footage and water and sewer capacity, uh, you know, number of hours in a day, stuff like that.
6: Mm. Sure. You don't want to shut down the city's sewer plant, that's for sure. <laughs> Again.
5: <laughs> Correct.
3: Yeah. Now... What's the law for the amount of locations you can have in Oregon? So in California, what is it, a production brewery license, Beardy, that allows you to have six tasting Correct. rooms? Yeah. What is it in Oregon that you're allowed to open these locations?
5: I think Oregon, uh, you know, once again, I'm not, I'm not a, uh, an, an expert on interpreting Oregon uh, liquor laws, but <laughs> yeah. uh, to the best of my understanding, mm-hmm. uh, really fairly unlimited with a lot of those models, wow. uh, uh, pretty pretty easy to use brewpud laws and tavern laws in this state and you know I kinda kinda were thankful for McMinniman's for paving the way on a lot of that.
7: <laughs> yeah. Oh
3: yeah. That's a good good old fashioned drinking state right there. That's right. <laughs> yeah. You know yeah. I feel like Oregon's just like oh, as long as you churn butter, your own butter, you can make yeah. all the locations. some, you know, maybe that's, that's just law. Portland, but like it's, <laughs> it must be something like that. As long as you have a lumberjack descendant in your family, that's true. You can open all the pubs you want.
0: Uh, we're trying to really raise awareness of artisanal butters, <laughs> right? So anything north of Burnside uh, has yeah. to at least churn butter twice a week. I'm sorry, that's just the way it is, bro. If you
3: crochet so- your own napkins, you can have a distillery on site as well. <laughs> Right. I'm sorry, Brad. I'm not trying to say you're all lumberjacks or or weirdos. But, but
0: everyone in
5: Portland
3: is. But Oregon is a unique state, you have to admit.
5: Oh, man. I mean, that was probably the big driving factor in, in uh, having me relocate up here many, many years ago. Uh, yeah, don't blame very you. Very unique, unique state and uh, just, like, really outstanding people here.
3: I agree. I love that state. Yeah, Oregon's great. Yeah. Where did you relocate from?
5: I was uh, living in Las Vegas at the time.
3: Oh well, that's an easy move. That's a change.
0: That's a that's culture (laughs) shock. I would think, man. Come on.
3: (laughs) I mean, I love me some Las Vegas, but like for a Friday, Saturday night, and then that's that. Right. No one wants to live in Las Vegas. No. Sorry, Las yeah,
5: Vegas. Yeah, a lot of, lot of people people ask me why I moved, and it's like, well, have you ever been to Las Vegas?
3: <laughs>
5: yeah,
6: <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Or, or like ever... a Tuesday. Yeah, <laughs> right. right, right, right. Yeah. Just ever... imagine your third night in Las
3: Vegas. <laughs> it all goes downhill from I, there.
5: I, I did. I did my time there. Did my time there. Twenty seven years, and then moved on. Goddamn.
3: So I'm allowed to make fun, Las Vegas folks, because I too am from the desert. I just grew up a couple hours south of there, and yeah, I, I moved out there. The Day I graduated high school. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, But I do love the desert. You I'm walked blind.
0: across the uh, high school graduation stage with your luggage in one hand.
3: Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Into a taxi cab. <laughs> That's right. I'm <laughs> out of here. Basically. Well, we've got your Fuzztail Hefeweizen Dude, in Dude, I'm drinking glass, this right bro. now. You loving that? I really do like mm-hmm. it, yeah. Tell us about this beer, Brett.
5: Man, you know, Fuzztail's is uh, one of our beers. It's uh, near and dear to my heart. Uh... Yeah, American-style Hefeweizen, uh, uh, you know, very clean, easy to drink. I uh, use some uh, American ale yeast in there, pretty low uh, IBU. Um, yeah, the, kind of a beer that I brought with me for my homebrewing days, and fortunate enough to have a little bit of time to refine it uh, in my professional life.
3: Tell me about the malt bill, if you would, please.
5: Yeah, that beer so oh, probably fifty-five to fifty-eight uh, percent Great Western malted wheat. Uh, majority beyond that, uh, Great Western uh, Premium Two Row. A uh, little bit of Wireman uh, Carahel in there as well.
3: Is is fifty-five or more percent a lot of wheat usually? Not for a Hefeweizen. That's a pretty standard for a He. Oh yeah, they okay. should typically be. More than half. sometimes even more okay yeah. more than half yeah
0: but yeah that's the American style right the the kind of supplement a lot of the wheat
6: with mm. two row okay. compared to German style yeah right? be even more yeah yeah right
5: correct
3: yeah I like this beer too
6: what's yeah.
0: the the Cara for just a little sort of raisiny biscuity kind of thing
5: yeah basically a little bit of the color adjustment and just getting some dextrins in there for some foam uh, positive a uh, little bit of head retention.
0: Mm. Any flavor impact from those? I mean, I, f- I feel like it's a little, and I mean raising in a good way, right? Like yeah. like, yeah, a good malt can be. I get a yeah, little. Yeah, I, you know, I think you know,
5: I think the the malted wheat in there probably gives that beer most of its character. I mean, it's got that uh, you know bready, oh, you know, kind of little like slightly acidic uh, malted wheat character, and mm. uh, other than that, uh, just some background notes from the uh, the CaraHEL and a little bit of background notes from the hop.
3: You know, I'm sure you're selling a lot of this beer because it's delicious, (laughs) (laughs) but if you were to change the name to Fuzztail Hazy Weizen, (laughs) uh, even though you and I know Hefeweizen says that already, you'd probably sell even more of it, Brett. I don't know if you thought of that.
5: Man, I got to tell you, I was up in Portland a couple weeks ago with our uh, Portland sales director and... It's like, hey, check this out. And it was a beer menu at one of the better beer bars in Portland that will remain unnamed. Yeah. Uh, and it was listed on the menu, not our beer, but a beer, as a hazy Hefeweizen. <laughs> oh,
3: Jesus Christ. No, uh, uh, Get out. Uh, that's hilarious.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
6: <laughs> and it sells twice as much as yeah, the Hefeweizen exactly. right next to it on the menu. Exactly.
0: What a Hefeweizen you have that's hazy? Oh, well, let me direct you <laughs> to our menu. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
5: well, welcome to 2019.
3: Yeah, no thanks. You're right, man. Dumb it down. Yeah.
6: <laughs> Are you adding any uh, citrus uh, flavorings or is it just the hop varieties
7: you're picking?
5: Yeah, just the hop varieties in there. Just a little tiny bit of green bullet in there for bittering hop and then uh, flavor and aroma, just a small amount of uh, Oregon grown Cascade and some Washington grown Lemon Drop.
3: Hmm. Okay. What's the first hop you say you're bittering hop?
5: Uh, New Zealand Green Bullet.
3: Green Bullet. What a great name. I've not heard that one. Yeah, I haven't heard of one, that either.
5: Yeah, pretty uh, pretty old school, like really good at putting some IBUs in the beer, but beyond that, probably not great for, for much else.
6: Okay. Does it have any kind of uh, typical characteristics, like Columbus is a high, high alpha but has a dank pininess to it?
5: The thing I've found that probably, like, most closely resembles it with, like, American hops would be, like, a a low-intensity Chinook.
3: Okay. I like that. Yeah, you're right, yeah. Beardy. It's a good question to ask if there's any kind of citrus added to it, because it does have a bright uh, citrus finish. Yeah. Uh, that would make you think that there's some juice in there
6: or yeah. something. or, or just, with, like, like possibly tang. some zest or, like... Zest in the boil Or something like that
0: Yeah there There is a, a, For me a, a, An acidic kind of tang Or, or, or twang I, I don't know which mm. it is Tang or twang It could be You have to pick right now It could be both It could okay. be neither mm-hmm. um, But that would lend to more of uh, Like a zesty thing Than just Hop Driven
3: Yeah, yeah. And That's it doesn't. Cool. It's not like a, a you know like a citrus with bitterness. It's it's just really bright, like you're, mm-hmm. saying, like you're saying with a with a, yeah. a peel or something. Yeah, it just makes it a really refreshing finish. It's
7: just
0: a little sharp on the edge, but in a good way. You know?
3: mm-hmm. Is this a big seller for you guys, Brett?
5: Yeah, it's. Uh, a us probably uh, you know really depending on what what time of year it is, it bounces back and forth between uh, number two and number wow. three in the lineup.
3: So I don't know if you, yeah, in the beginning of the show, before we had you on, I was kind of saying, you know, not many people do a Hef anymore, but that in my experience, right. those of you brewers that do, it's one of your biggest sellers, which of course explains why you keep it around, but also I think explains the quality of the Hef, you know.
5: Yeah, it's uh, it's an interesting beer for us. Uh kind of started off as a, a one-off and uh, then kind of grew into a summer seasonal and, had some wholesalers keep asking for it throughout the fall, so we just kept brewing that beer and became year-round beer for us. Uh, started toying around with the recipe to really, you know, put some drinkability in there. The first first several batches of that beer were a little rough around the edges, but uh, took a big swing at that thing right before. Let's see, World Beer Cup in 2016. Uh, results were good. Came back with the gold medal at World Beer Cup and nice. Uh, haven't haven't looked back since.
3: No. Once you get that, you got to keep going. Yeah, give me an uh, inner tube,
6: a six-pack of this, send me down the river. Give yeah. me an outer tube, dude. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I want people to see it.
3: You're you're much more of a shower than I
6: am. Yeah, that's true.
3: Well, and speaking of winners, you got the 2017 Small Brewing Company and Small Brewing Company Brewer of the Year at the Great American Beer Festival, too, didn't you?
5: Yeah, for sure. Uh, definitely humbled by that and uh, just... You know, still kind of—it's amazing. I'm still processing that. Uh, something <laughs> with me for the, the rest of my career.
3: Dude, I believe that. I, I, that's that's really a, a, an amazing award. So I, I think I'd feel the same way. Right? Yeah. What beers uh, helped you get that?
5: Uh, well, coincidentally, uh, Fuzztail winning the gold medal at uh, GABF there in 2017 was was about 50% of that.
3: Okay. So wait, so World Beer Cup gold medal in 2016, uh, then yep. GABF gold medal in 2017 for the Fuzztail. Okay, very nice. Yep,
5: yep. Yeah, uh, I guess while we're on that topic, she got a uh, silver medal GABF last year too. So some good good lineage yeah. in that beer.
3: The, oh, the fi- Fusto got a silver last <laughs> year too. Jeez. So
6: the judges weren't as good this yeah. year as they were last. In yeah, 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 that's
0: right. the the, uh, the, <laughs> the His his medals are benchmarks for the judges, not the other way around. <laughs> exactly.
5: Right, right. Now, let yeah. me. Yeah. The other uh, the other half of that winning combo back in 2017 was this uh, really. Awesome, just monster of a beer that we brew once or twice a year. It's called Cinder Beast. Uh, just nice. a Imperial Red Ale, big boozy hop monster. Pretty awesome stuff.
3: And what style was that under?
5: That yeah, was a uh, Imperial Red.
3: Imperial Red, okay. And for the Fuzztail, is that under Hefeweizen or American Wheat? I'm curious.
5: Yeah, so it's like uh, uh, like twenty words that they use. It's the American style wheat beer with yeast.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, okay, that makes sense though. I get it because there is the American style wheat that might be clear, like the crystal vites and got it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay, okay. So that makes sense. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's funny how these categories get going. But that is a good description, actually, mm-hmm. of this beer. Yeah, uh,
5: probably, probably not going to put that one on a T-shirt.
3: Yeah, no, that's not. <laughs> it's not very sexy that way to sell. Uh, and what yeast did you say used for the Fuzztail?
5: Yeah, fuzz uh it's got a, the strain in there we call flagship, uh, basically Chico L yeast from our, uh, our friends up at Imperial Yeast in Portland.
3: Okay, got it. Because, so then... Because it's obviously kind of a hazy or, or, or cloudy beer, what, what, what's left in suspension in this beer? Is it yeast or is it something else?
0: disbelief?
5: Well yeah I'd say I'd say a tiny bit of yeast in that uh, we don't uh, we don't find that beer as we typically would our, our other uh, clear beers. Okay um, Probably more than anything a little bit of protein haze.
3: Got it. Yeah, because when you say that it's kind of a Chico yeast, I'm, I think of that as a you know a yeast that will flocculate pretty well. So I was yeah, just wondering how you got it, the rest of it in there. So yeah, that, that
5: Chico definitely flocks with a little bit of a little bit of time and cold storage. Uh, well, you know, I think worst case scenario, we'll see this beer clear up in about sixty three days.
3: I see. Mm. Okay.
6: Do you uh, use kettle findings or do you uh, bypass that too to kind of add the protein?
5: Yeah. No. So basically, the regimen on this thing, like no kettle findings, uh, no no biofine going into a bright tank, and uh, we hit the bear with a product called Canal A.
3: I haven't heard of that. Cannol A. Yeah. yeah. Enlighten us, please, Brett. <clears throat>
5: Yeah, Tanaleza product up, uh, let's see, uh, Y-East uh, up here in uh, Hood River, uh, Oregon. They sell the product. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is a essentially some form of tannic, uh, powdered tannic acid that has a uh, similar electrical charge to the protein components in there. So it basically does the exact opposite of fining a beer. It essentially right. uh, helps... Uh, keep a keep a long term uh, protein haze in the beer,
0: Got man. You're all putting electricity in your beer. I can't <laughs> handle that. I don't like it. Yeah, is it vegan electricity? Good question. Thank
3: you. It's Oregon. of course it is.
0: <laughs> all, by definition, all electricity yeah. generated is vegan,
3: instead. or or hunted by Brett himself.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I track down this electricity right now.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. Well, that is a wonderful beer. That's oh.
0: really good. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I can't remember the last time I had a half and the last time I enjoyed that half. Yeah. <laughs> Except yeah. right now.
3: Yeah. yeah. I do like it. Well, and on that, I want to get to the other beers that we got here. So I'm going to take us to a break so that we can get them poured. But we've got two more beers to try from you that you were kind enough to send, Brett. So can you hang out for a little break here and we'll get those poured for us?
5: Absolutely.
3: All right. Perfect. You're listening to the session. We'll be right back with more from Sun River Brewing Company. Go to sunriverbrewingcompany.com and check it out.
2: Your support of the Brewing Network means everything to us. We couldn't produce shows without you. And we love giving you something extra for that support, like... you're tuned into this session because life's too short
3: Welcome back to the session. Thanks so much for joining us today. And uh, this segment is brought to you by our friends over at Beersmith Brewing Software. Go to beersmith.com. Get your free 21-day trial of the best brewing software on the market. Brad keeps it up to date all the time. He's got a new version out, Beersmith 3, support for mead, wine, and cider. New support for hop whirlpool editions, including time and temperature for each item. Uh, all new hops, malts, fruits, juices, honey, and style guide for mead, wine, and cider in the database. And uh, over 700,000 recipes that you can access. Go to beersmith.com today and get your free 21-day trial. All right. We are still hanging out with Brett Thomas from Sun River Brewing Company. Brett. Thanks for sticking with us, man.
5: Yeah, for sure.
3: So we got more beer in our glass, which I start usually I wait until the segment to try it, but um you know I kinda dipped into it while while we were at the break there. We've got your uh Rippin' Northwest Ale. Let's go. Is that a new style? Yeah. Is that a new style? <laughs> yeah, did Is you got, style alert? Are, are you inventing a new style? Is Rippin' the new style? <laughs>
5: Yeah, I can uh, put you in touch with the marketing team.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What I do think is it's an awesome beer. Uh, Yeah. So tell me what a North, what what did you mean by Northwest Ale, or or even you can tell me that, or you can tell me what this beer is to you, you know, tell me about the beer itself.
5: Yeah, I mean, that beer's got stylistic origins. When you you look at the, the stats on it. Uh, that beer really presents itself as a American-style strong pale ale, hmm. uh, so that, you know, as far as, like, BA-style guidelines, right uh, right between American Pale and American IPA kind of draws elements from both. I got you. Uh, I think the nomenclature that was applied to it, uh, maybe just trying to, you know, A, you know, you, once again, uh, put American-style strong pale ale on a can, maybe... Uh, not as uh, not as fancy as you'd be looking for for some of those marketing purposes, but no, uh, right. you know, uh, people always ask what's the Northwest uh, Ale, and it's like, well, it's awesome.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: that's a
5: good answer. Yeah, well,
3: and okay, so you're right about the marketing part of it, but then I'm looking at your can now, and there is another description Whoa. that I think is perfect. Um, you know, it does say Northwest style ale on there, and then the description next to it is incredible resinous hop aroma, relaxed finish. And I think that's yeah. a great description. You guys have done it, it's very concise. And to me, as a pale ale drinker, I'm also looking at it, you know, it, it's uh, it's 6% alcohol and it's 50 IBUs. But that's an awesome description for yeah. this beer.
5: Yeah, I mean, I think that, uh, uh, you know, puts the beer into perspective for people who, uh, you know, shop with their eyes. They might see that in Northwest Ale and dig a little bit deeper, take a look at ABV, IBU, and, uh, you know, they'll, they'll read that. And I think it's a pretty accurate description of how that beer presents itself.
3: Yeah, the beer nerds who who want their hops, I think, will relate to that resinous part. And I do mm-hmm. think it's got a, re- not just aroma, it's got a, a, resinous, a resinous front to the palate. Yeah. But then it does have a... I've never used the the phrase relaxed finish, but I might start adopting that.
0: I think you should. I have pants that that have that,
6: too. I, too, like relaxing. after I finish.
3: Well, I'm always saying, like, a clean finish, and it doesn't leave a cloying, or it's not bitter. Mm -hmm. But, you know, this one, I will say, is not perfectly clean in the finish, actually. It leaves some of that resinous quality uh, on my palate, which I like, because... It's relaxed enough that I could still drink another one. I don't, it's not right. cloying.
0: It's, it's relaxed and it's not aggressive.
3: Yeah. So yeah. I wouldn't even, I mean, I'm not going to say it's not a clean finish, but I, I just think it's a better description. Uh, yeah. Cause it does. There's definitely a lot of that hop that, that lingers around just enough. For sure. Just enough.
0: Yeah. Like little pinpricks.
5: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That, that beer that beer's got got a pretty aggressive hopping rate on it uh, really I think that palate sensation that you're getting we use a little bit of chinook oil in that beer mm. uh, up front mm. and that, that just that small amount really carries through the entire beer and uh, I, you know I definitely agree with what you're saying as far as that uh, that palate sensation as it's just kind of crossing your palate and going down your throat.
3: yeah when you say you use so like a hop extract oil you mean yep yep. And- and what part of the process do you put that in?
5: Yeah, so uh, using the, the Chinook uh, uh, CO two hop extract in there just for our, our sole bittering charge in that beer, sixty minute edition.
3: Got it. Okay. I asked that because I just learned on our Hop and Brew School podcast that we do right. that some people are using hop extracts not just as the bittering addition, but even as late. Uh, Aroma and flavor additions, and I had never heard that before.
6: Even cold side,
3: yeah, yeah, exactly. And I had always thought that's kind of solely a, a you know a kettle addition, mm-hmm. but no, brewers are using it for both. And they actually have a, a
6: pre-isomerized hop extracts hmm. that you can even add bitterness to the finished beer. Actual oh, right.
3: IBUs, interesting, yeah. In case you fucked up, basically. Right.
6: Yeah. Oh, remember that bittering edition that's still sitting up on the brew deck? <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> you yeah. forgot to put it in. Yeah. Well, uh, gone
0: are the days. How are you going to invent a style? I mean, that's how all the mm-hmm. styles, not all the styles, but I feel like that's how change and experimentation kind of happens. If you can just correct, if you make a mistake, and then you, you, you can just go a- a- adjust, fix it in post, right. I guess that's what I'm trying right, to say. Yeah. Right, um, then you're always. I don't know. How do you move? Forward? So you don't
3: want that. You don't want people to be able to fix their mistakes and post. Basically, is <laughs> well, what you're getting at. Yeah.
0: In beer specifically, no, right, right, right. No, uh, no I'm asking genuinely. too. Yeah. You want people to be good at their job
3: because there's well, a lot of I good mistakes know. out there. Well, right. That's
0: yeah. kind of I kind of what I'm saying. And I, obviously, I don't work in industrial brewing, uh, mm-hmm. you know, uh, yeah, yeah. situation. So I don't know if that really is the reality or if uh, if you're working on beers and you know with a purpose over a couple of months trying to. To develop a new beer, or if it does happen uh, mistakenly, now I I, I
3: don't know. it's probably both, right?
5: Yeah, I think you know where that product really comes in handy. I mean, yeah, you know, f- uh, fixing a fixing a mistake, correcting an error. You know, you didn't quite get your recipe right on this this single batch that you're you know kind of got a new recipe, haven't worked with it, you know, maybe getting that IBU calculator out there. Right. I'd be willing to bet, and just what my instincts tell me is these big breweries are using that stuff uh, for some IBU correction. Uh, you know, these guys, these mm-hmm. big 2,500 barrel tanks, whatever, and right. uh, maybe their spec's five, six IBUs off from what their target is, and they probably drop some of that in there to get it back into spec.
3: Sure. I like how you mentioned that your use of the extract as you're bittering carries all the way through to the end of this beer you probably dry hop this beer as well right
5: oh totally yeah we've that the hop extract in a couple of our beers uh you know a lot of our specialty ipas double ipas hmm. it's a really amazing product in that uh when when the stuff's made correctly it carries through some of the aroma and flavor compounds of the hop that it was extracted from it's Not just IBUs, it's like IBUs and character. Yeah. Um, Strangely enough, it also seems to provide a little bit of added shelf stability to the product. And Mm. I don't claim to understand what that mechanism is, but uh, when that beer's going through our tasting panel, uh, it seems to have a little bit more resilience than Fuzztail or Vimo, uh, Vicious Mosquito.
3: I'm writing that down because I'm doing this hops show with the Yakima Chief, and I want to write. I want to ask him about this shelf stability thing because that's an interesting concept. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, we always talk about um, in, in many ways when we talk about hops that some of it. Its use in beers for preservative qualities anyway it always has been, yeah, and yeah. so I wonder if I, they know what preservative qualities might be carrying over or concentrated in you know. an e- in an extract. I'm going to have to ask them.
6: And, and typically, when I've yeah, seen I mean, uh, extracts used, it's because the volume of hops would just be impractical hmm. to get that same amount of IBUs on a given brewer's system. Mm-hmm. But it seems like this is getting used because it actually makes a
3: better product. Well, yeah, but I think also what Brett is asking, even or now I'm asking, is is during that process, are we also maybe concentrating the preservative qualities? Because mm-hmm. that would be another yeah, I mean, uh, reason I, altogether, Brett. Sh- right. shameless,
5: pl- shameless plug for Yakima, Chief, but uh, yeah, that's where 99% of our uh, uh, CO2 hop extracts are coming from.
3: Yeah, they're kind of the masters at it right now. And I bet that they've studied this a little bit, so that's why I'm not worried about just asking them uh, about that. But it would... It would just, to me, give a whole nother reason for packaging breweries to start to consider extracts. The
0: extracts, right. Mm-hmm.
3: You know, that's interesting. And and so that's pretty consistent across your sensory team, huh, that you, you found that these extract beers seem to have more shelf stability.
5: Absolutely.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's very interesting.
3: I'm just still drinking it. <laughs> yeah. No,
0: I'm interesting to watch you drink <laughs> oh, a beer oh, yeah. oh. that's still in your glass. That's what's interesting. <laughs> So you I love
3: have this them. beer. This is a great pale ale. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. I like that Brett knows that it's a, on the side of the strong pale ale, right? Because it's yeah. like 60%, mm. or 60, 6% yeah. and 50 i You know, to me, it's just a pale ale, right? Yeah. yeah. But to JP, who's an asshole about styles <laughs> all the time, don't you like that Brett's like, well, it's really a strong pale ale. Yeah,
0: I appreciate that. <laughs> he knows what he's doing. Yeah,
3: yeah. yeah. I, JP would have liked it more before he knew it
6: was strong. That's true. That's also now true. that it's 6% alcohol and strong I'm telling
0: you, ignorance is bliss, baby <laughs> If knowledge is power, I'm a weak motherfucker right. Like, I don't want to know Pull the wool straight over my eyes <laughs> I do not care
3: Alright Well, why don't we move on to the next one Because okay. I'm just enjoying talking beer here yeah. Now we've got your Vicious Mosquito IPA
0: was my name in high school
3: And maybe before we talk about that, you guys are doing a – you're a self-proclaimed hop hop guy, and you guys are doing a lot of IPAs. In fact, you got, like, a new IPA program that you guys are working on, right?
5: Yeah, so, uh, you know, in this this world of rotation nation that we live in, and, uh, you know, God, I hate to say the the death of uh, flagships and core brands that – you know, you definitely have a, a certain clientele you have to cater to these days, and and we embrace that. And instead of pushing back against it, and you know, we're gonna we're gonna give core beers for the people that want core beers, and and for the people that want that you know new experience every time they come to the pub or or you know go to one of their tap houses, we're gonna we're gonna do some IPA factory and some double IPA factory.
3: I like it. So that's your new, that's your series where you're changing. Are these changing just seasonally, or is there any kind of regimen for that?
5: Yeah, I mean, uh, so yeah, the uh, IPA factory, every 30 days we we put out a new style of IPA, whether wow. it's, uh, you know, a West Coast IPA or a hazy IPA, hazy IPA with fruit. Uh, I've got a brood IPA coming up uh, next month, so just keep uh, keep. Trying to push the boundaries, playing with hops, uh, you know, different hop products, and and trying to keep things fresh for the people that are that are wanting that.
3: Are you canning those as well, like the beers we're drinking, or that's just your draft series?
5: Yeah, actually, uh, we just had uh, some canning equipment come in this week. Uh, as of let's see, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, we're going to be doing our first 16 ounce can runs and uh, IPA factory, double IPA factory. Uh, on that list this week
6: nice are you gonna be doing different labeling because these are printed cans I imagine that could be a nightmare having a, a rotating beer like that
5: yeah nightmare is probably like an understatement so um, <laughs> yeah we're using these we're using these really nice uh, black limited release cans and then we are actually applying a very small label to uh kind of this area of negative space on those cans that will Uh, Describe what the what the beer is
6: smart by hand.
5: Yeah, by hand. uh, We're actually uh, just because we're doing it in such, uh, you know, small amounts, probably 100 or 200 cases at a time. uh, Partnered up with a local company called Villatree, And they actually get some uh, uh, people back into the workforce who might have some uh, disabilities or uh, employment disadvantages.
3: Oh, great. Mm. Nice. So you get some short-term staffing whenever you've got a package.
5: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, You know, it keeps these people uh, invigorated and uh, gives them some skills they might not have had. And, uh, you know, gets us our our cans labeled. It's a match made in heaven.
3: I love this. That's cool. I love this whole thing you're doing. And, and, uh, of course, I'm going to tell you why. Uh, the fact that you are not just bucking against you know the the death of the flagship or saying oh you know damn it these millennials they just want what's next they want what's new you know you can do that for a period of time and you know and watch your sales drop <laughs> like i think a lot <laughs> of people do that you know or you can always as an uh, i mean let's face it you're not just brewers but you're entrepreneurs you can look at the market and go well let's just embrace this now But not only have now that's easy to say. Okay, well I'm just going to embrace that everyone wants something new, and I'm gonna and I'm gonna brew something new every thirty or sixty days. Um, But not only that, you've then found solutions to do that. I bet you that can looks cool as hell. I think it's a great idea to do. Okay, instead of having to take a blank can and slap a giant label on it, we're going to print out. A cool looking black can it'll all look the same, and just leave one little space to to change the each beer yeah and then we're going to find we're going to hire uh, figure out our staffing problem mm-hmm. and hire some people that need jobs temporarily right right i'm just saying I love the whole process where you're
0: regionally responsible
3: and yeah, thinking right. like i think a strong entrepreneur i mm-hmm. i've always thought that strong entrepreneurs don't just go well shit the market changed and i'm screwed they go oh hey the market changed let's get creative that's why i like this whole story about your your what is it uh, ipa factory and double ipa factory i think it's really cool brett
5: yeah i appreciate that uh, i just try to you know re- respect whatever that customer base is you know if it's a 25 year old millennial wanting a, you know, milkshake IPA with, with berries and... Pineapples and whatever else in there. Yeah, or fuck it. You're Megan. Damn you know, That's you're, so disgusting. Uh, Your late 10Xer who still wants the West Coast IPA. Like, we want to we right. want to be able to facilitate what they want to drink.
6: Yeah. Do they have to be our
3: future? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I hope not. <laughs> uh, it's you, Beardy, by the way. No. Not as a person, just as an age group.
6: <laughs> right. right. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. I've fought that stigma as my a, entire life. As a demographic person right data point That is I was, you
3: i was born an old man on my lawn right with a mm-hmm. now don't get me wrong i bet we can show up at sun river production brewery on certain days and find brett going this is a stupid fucking <laughs> idea probably <laughs> but i like that overall you're embracing it and finding solutions man it's pretty cool yeah
5: i oh, appreciate that thank you
3: all right so now we've got our vicious mosquito ipa in our glass tell us yeah. about this beer yeah
5: Yeah, so, I mean, uh, you know, we uh, don't really market that beer as our flagship, but it has kind of moved into that default position. Uh, Sell, by far and away, more Vicious Mosquito than we do anything else in the lineup. And uh, beer's performed very well for us as far as uh, what people are looking for in Oregon. And uh, beer drinks great. I think we finally... You know got the got the right hops in that beer and got the BUs where we want it and we're all as brewers we're all really happy with that beer. It's pretty old school but like hmm. I think we appreciate that.
3: It is old school. It's uh it's piney, resiny. Mm-hmm. You know it's a bigger version of the Northwest Ale. Um I think I just discovered because I did this on the last show we did IPAs. Yeah. Where right when we get to the IPA, I don't really like the nose of the beer, but then I really enjoy the flavor, and that's happening again. Mm. And I, I think it was the same kind of piney, resiny thing. Um, Maybe I'm just maybe I'm just not liking the piney thing in the aroma, but I love it on my palate. Yeah, I mean, you
0: could your palate could be shifting. Uh, that happens, mm. you know, you
3: could to be the changed. best of us.
0: Yeah, happens to the <laughs> best. Of it. Yeah, it also it happens to the rest, mean rest of us. Smokers too. Right. <laughs> that, that
3: happens. That's right. It totally could be. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, you know, I just you know, I mean, you, you do kind of gravitate towards the hoppier side of things, and I think yeah. maybe you know, for a little bit, you're going through this weird thing, and it'll come back. You think so? <laughs> yeah, I think it'll come back. Okay. I, I mean, I find that too. You don't like, think it's similarly. cancer?
3: It's not cancer, is it, JP? What do you
0: mean? right now <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ! he's yeah. trying to be optimistic yeah right, right. here i have some cbd oil for you i'm mean, gonna massage your taint with it yeah. it's uh no it, you know it, it, it happens a lot you know with with me and with with other people you just gravitate towards different stuff maybe you don't like certain things that you did hmm. uh, about a,
3: a, a beer or a food but, but or don't you think it's weird that i might not like the aroma but then love no. the flavor no
0: that oh. happens <laughs>
3: dude okay for how long are we doing this show for like 14
0: years yeah probably once a month that ha- i i to have a beer that's like, I don't really like the way it smells, but I love the way it tastes, or vice versa. I see. Well, but
6: are you yeah. talking about a specific, you're saying specifically pine, you smell pine and you don't like it, but then you taste pine yeah, and you do that like what you're it?
3: Yeah, Well, all I was doing was linking it to our last IPA show, which was only a couple weeks ago, where they sent us a bunch of I, hoppy beers. Yeah. And I found that as soon as we got to the IPAs, I found that I didn't like the, but the nose oh. is similar to this. Okay. And then I can, and I'm tasting like a piney, resiny flavor so i'm just making a connection i'm wondering if i all of a sudden don't like the smell of pine Hmm. wow don't go camping brett i'm sorry i'm sorry you have to sit in on our like evaluation of my psychosis around uh, yeah (laughs) but uh, that
5: definitely definitely sounds like a palate shift to me
3: yeah maybe it is that's brett's way of saying jason's right (laughs) right yeah but I'm telling you, I love this IPA. It's a great beer. I just I went right for the nose, and it just reminded me. Okay, well that's all right. And then it just tastes great.
6: Hmm. Yeah, classic West Coast. Yeah, yeah.
3: What is?
5: Uh, I mean, uh, is there a story this, behind this, the name? This, this Oregon beer scene. Like uh, it, it just kind of seems like the the true West Coast IPA is like a, a dying breed, and yeah. something we embrace, something I embrace. I mean, I, I cut my teeth on. You know, pizza port beers back in the, the late 90s and, and early oh, yeah. 2000s. And, you know, just really embrace those kind of bold, dry, you know, low caramel malt uh, West Coast beers. And I think this beer is like just a just a reflection of that.
3: I think so, too. It 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 has all of those qualities. What were you going to ask, Beardy? So oh, I wanted uh, to know about the name Vicious Mosquito. Oh, yeah.
5: Man. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh yeah. Sun River, Oregon, this really unique microclimate as far as Central Oregon goes. Central Oregon's high desert, usually really dry, cool nights, warm days. You know, you head, head 15 miles uh, south to Sun River, whole different microclimate, a lot more humidity, um, you know, really cold nights, you know, can have really warm days. One of the things that, Expresses itself though is the frickin' mosquitoes down there no, uh, man. when the mosquito season comes around. It is god awful at times.
3: Vicious, even.
5: Yep, you might say.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like
6: this beer, but it's giving me flashbacks of living in Minnesota and just losing a pint of blood hanging outside uh,
3: on like, a summer evening. Man.
6: It sounds terrible.
3: Yeah. That,
5: that, that's the red can.
3: Yeah. I have experienced that in Oregon and then. I experienced it last in Montana. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, really? Oh, my God. So uh, a friend of mine had given me some all-organic, like, homemade mosquito spray, right? Yeah. Hmm. Which I only accepted because I tried it here in California, yeah. which is not Mosquito Central. Right. <laughs> right. No. You're, you're fending off one mosquito. Yeah. And it worked great. Okay. Right? Yeah. And then I got to like Washington, still working. All okay. Right? So, um. you know, I get to Montana and I put it on. I can see, like I know there's mosquitoes out there, but I, so I real I spray a lot of it on. Right. I'm outside for 15 seconds, they didn't give a shit about me. <laughs> no, you need,
1: like, 100% deep.
3: They were, yeah. yes, they were yeah. absolutely vicious mosquitoes. They devoured me. I'm not even exaggerating about the timeline. I had just pulled the bunker in, like, parked it. All I had to do was walk outside to put a wheel chalk out. Okay. And in that, you know, 15 to 30 seconds,
5: yeah.
3: I got devoured. Wow. <laughs> so I like your homage to these awful creatures, Brett. <laughs>
5: Yeah. I, mean, I wonder if hops
3: makes it worse, by the way. I wonder if you made mm-hmm. the wrong beer for that. Like, because isn't oh, it like odors that's that's
0: that, like, <laughs> that, like. I think it's. I read it's like carbon dioxide, Carbon oh.
6: monoxide or whatever. Oh, okay. Carbon okay. dioxide. So dioxide. you're drinking beer. Oh, so any You're beer. attracting. Yeah. When you just have right. a beer in your hand, you're right. bringing the mosquitoes right to your area. <laughs> and, and, to your, and then you're breathing. <laughs> right. That it right. doesn't
3: help. Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah. You made a great beer, anyway.
5: think you fair. Fair game. Whether you're drinking IPA or a Scottish export ale, I think this you're right.
3: True. I think you're right. Now, did you use hop extract oil in this beer too?
5: Yeah, actually, we don't. Uh, uh, you know, going forward, at some point in the future, we'll we'll probably incorporate that in there. Uh, where that beer stands now, and as it's been brewed the last couple of years, uh, all pellet hops in that.
3: All pellet. Okay. Yeah, it's a great one. These are all good beers, man. I think I'm taking a six-pack home. Mm-hmm. I'm going yeah. to share oh, with you guys.
7: <laughs> <laughs>
3: good, because there's only one. Wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, uh, really, really awesome beer. Um, well, listen... Uh, I just wanted to mention a couple other things before we have to go. But you you said you're doing 16 ounce specialty cans that are coming out, um, and you're doing a cellar expansion too. We didn't even really get to talk about your cellar beers. You want to you want to talk to us about that a little bit?
5: Yeah, basically, uh, you know, just kind of every year trying to get ahead of growth and uh, uh, you know see if we can be more efficient with our processes. Got a couple of New hot liquor tanks in the building, and got a couple of new fermenters in the building, and uh, really just trying to facilitate the last little bit of growth. To, you know, get out there and get back into this 14, 1500 barrel a month production capacity that we know and love.
3: Right. And do you guys do like small format bottle, or sorry, large format bottles too with your with your cellar program?
5: Yeah, you know, uh, as far as uh, I guess, you know, some true cellared product, uh, I've got my uh, QAQC lead, also barrel master, uh, Ryan Gilleski. He's working on some uh, Brett beers in the near future. Nice. Uh, these guys have been making some really awesome, clean uh, barrel aged beers with some bourbon barrels. Uh, great beer called uh, Micasa Sucasa, basically a Mexican coffee. Uh, Imperial Stout blended with some Scotch Ale and some Chocolate Milk Stout—pretty awesome stuff. Love it. Sounds
3: like it. Yeah, that'll be great. And are you guys distributed outside of Oregon as well?
5: Yeah, I'd say uh, pretty, pretty sparingly. Uh, about ninety-five percent of the beer we produce is sold in the state of Oregon, which you know we absolutely love that. A uh, little bit up in uh, Vancouver, Washington. A little bit in Seattle and Bellingham, and. Uh, a little tiny bit over in Idaho, uh, and actually a very, very small amount in Vermont.
3: Got it. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> That's very weird. Yeah. Yeah, how did you pick? Yeah, how does that happen? We've asked this before, and it's always a different answer, but how, yeah. how, how does it end up in Vermont?
5: Yeah, they actually picked us. Uh, it's this great little company we work with called the Vermont Beer Shepherd. Uh, hmm. And not 100% intimate with their business model, but it seems like they... Uh, Kind of send a tractor trailer across country and, you know, pick up some beer in Oregon and a couple other spots and. Uh, drive back to Burlington, uh Burlington, Vermont, and uh, just kind of spread that out through through Vermont. There, got to nice. wash that
0: money somehow from mm. the olive oil importing business. Mm. Is that what it yes. is? very lucrative. Very lucrative <laughs> olive oil. <laughs>
3: yeah.
6: uh,
0: that is very weird, man. People can make a buck anywhere. I got you. Got to admire the human race for that at some some level.
3: Other people, you mean?
0: I can. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. God damn it! Yeah. All, All you need oil. is a t-shirt printer. That's true. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. And an Instagram account. <laughs>
3: <laughs> All right, Brett, thanks so much for being with us and sharing these beers. They're really fantastic, man. I appreciate it.
5: Yeah, gentlemen, thanks for having me. I uh, appreciate your time. And, uh, yeah, it's nice to be back after six years.
3: I know, right? I guess we'll have to. Maybe this is a tradition. Right? Six, years, <laughs> right. six years to the day. If, yeah. if I'm still alive, Brett, we'll, we might have to do this again.
5: We'll see you in twenty twenty
3: five. Calendar reminder. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, brother, and thanks for sending beer. I appreciate it so much.
5: All right, guys, have a great evening. You yeah, too. Take
3: care. All uh, right, you go to sunriverbrewingcompany.com Company com and learn about them. It's actually a really well done website too. You can see a lot of photos on there if you go nice. to their about page, and uh, you can find all their different uh, publications. Um, you know, and, and of course the production brewery as well. So,
0: not only did he send beer, but he sent beer twice. Oh cuz he sent beer out like a month and a half or 2 months whatever he sent out beer early. Oh. And huh. then he resent beer to make sure that we had fresh beer. Oh gosh.
1: Yeah cuz he was scheduled earlier and we had to change it for some reason. Uh, I don't remember. I so see. when okay. I when I emailed him a couple weeks ago and I was like, "Hey, we're all set. I already have your questionnaire. I have yeah. beer." And he was like, "No, nah, no." Nah.
3: Got to send you fresh beer. <laughs> I like that. I was that. like,
1: oh, that's so cool. It's and good it dedication. is fresh. Yeah,
3: yeah. it is. Yeah. It, it is. It's nice. It's dedicated. It's yeah. also smart. Let's be yeah. honest. Yeah. Uh, but that is cool. Yeah. One of these beers was canned two weeks ago. Oh, really? Yeah. Perfect. I'm t- so I know so you guys. I'm thinking, or at least JP, your favorite is the Hef there. Yeah, I like it. I'm my fave is that Northwest Ale, Northwestern. Northwest or North, Northwest Northwest. Ale. Take it. The the Rippin. No, I just mean uh, what we tasted oh. here. I just really <laughs> enjoyed that beer. Um, I like the Vicious as well, but the, yeah, the Rippin was my favorite.
0: They were very uh, They were very aggressively hopped. Um, yeah. Not necessarily in a negative way, but just I don't really gravitate towards beers that are aggressively hopped like that.
7: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: Uh, but they do that West Coast thing very very well and, yeah. and like brett even was saying not many people really do that kind of style of beer anymore anyway or They're, coming
3: away from it yeah
0: yeah it's, so it's, it's it's the vicious good.
3: is truly a west coast ipa yeah 100 in the best way yes like absolutely. you said dry um yeah aggressive. still resiny aggressive yeah yeah uh that was good yeah
0: good stuff man yeah, it's all good stuff. Let's go up there and miss uh, Mosquito uh, Month or whatever. It I know. Is. It when it was, terrible. When's Mosquito Month? Oh, God. <laughs> oh, man, that Montana oh, it's thing. It's only it was so uh, January I was through October.
3: too. I was so. Uh, I was livid. Dude, you, you can't have fun in that shit. No. There's no way. No, I had camped in this beautiful spot, and it just didn't matter. So I then. Well, it was too late by then. I then sure. went. I had no, to go there, outside dude. again. So I then went in. I did have some DEET. Yeah. And even that, I. I had to put it on in such a way that it looked like I got out of the shower with deep. <laughs> Good. <laughs> and then I only got bit twice... You know, in five minutes instead of a hundred times yeah. in five minutes.
0: But now you're twenty times more likely to develop rectal cancer. Yeah, sure. Yeah.
3: Well, yeah. And I Let's think- be honest. I would rather rectal cancer. Yeah. I'm not lying here. I would rather have rectal <laughs> cancer than be covered in mosquito bites. And here's why. At least when you have rectal cancer, you're just going to lay there on a bunch of good drugs, right? Like whatever. Yeah, I guess. I'd rather die. Yeah. Than be covered in awful
0: mosquito bites. That is
1: so dramatic. Yeah. I'd rather have
0: my rectum removed and replaced by. I don't think I'm for the rest of my life than to have mosquito bites for a month. Yes. (laughs) I
6: I agree with that sentiment. My uncle was in the military in the eighties and he gave me this little jar of military issue DEET where all the ink has gotten dissolved off with whatever compounds are in this mystery bottle. And he was like, You put two drops on your whole body and that's it. He's like, you put any more on that? I've seen people have to go to the hospital. Really? If they put, like, five drops on. And that's why
3: you're blind. body starts shutting
7: down. That's why you can't no see. No kidding.
3: Yeah. Have you used it? Oh, it works fantastic. Yeah. There's probably, like, a six-foot radius around you. <laughs> exactly.
6: Yeah, what do you use, like, a drop behind your ear? Right. You use, it like, cologne. Okay. And it even lasts for a couple days, those two drops. Yeah. Really?
1: That is just, like... Coursing through your system. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah, that's right. why he's that's right. why he's
6: blind. I mean, I Absolutely. think my thyroid is ginger. about three times the size of what it should be right your now. Thyroid's on your front. Two. Well, whatever this is on my back.
3: back whatever this. Whatever Beardy's actually reaching to his neck. Apparently, there's a giant lump there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, no, whatever, 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 whatever this is. Yeah, it's Beardy Junior.
0: Yeah, right. Yeah,
3: those Montana <laughs>
0: skeeters, dude. They don't. They don't mess around with or, your organic shit. You gotta go chemical. You gotta chemical. do a chemical. Chemical warfare.
1: Homemade you <laughs> You are the most ridiculous ever.
0: Well, listen, I by didn't, ridiculous. She means another R word. I did, <laughs> I do, but I didn't yeah. want to say
1: it because we've been bad enough on this show.
3: Okay, I didn't make it myself. It was offered to me by Kim Wood, and Kim
0: I was Wood
7: gonna ask you know, that, yeah. I knew
1: it. I hundred percent knew it. She I'm likes biopathing. to
3: make all her own bullshit. She really does, so and yeah. she's a sweetheart. We, yes, and yes. so we were camping in Northern California, and I had brought my normal off with me, yeah. and she mm-hmm. offered to try this. And I was like, I'm going to try it. Like, why not? And I tried it. And it totally works. So I'm like, sure, why wouldn't I use lime juice ec- anal extract or whatever it was?
0: She expresses Andy's anal gland. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> why wouldn't I use that
3: over D de- if it works? Sure. The problem is that the, the, the mosquitoes in Northern California are just as hippie as Kim Wood right. a- is.
0: Well, they're all vegan, and they're so they're, all- they're, yeah, they're, they have low energy. I'm sure they flew up
3: and like, oh my God, it smells like lime juice! Yeah. You know.
0: Well, you need a milkshake IPA
3: now. And then i kind of used it along most of my trip and uh it wasn't until i got to this one spot uh, in montana and they it it also was like by a lake and there was probably some marshes around so it wasn't it wasn't even all of montana they were supercharged it was this moment Mm, this, this spot and they were Oh my god! You, like, were they the I kind never of seen of anything like, like feel it. Oh fuck! Because like yeah. they,
0: they were big, and you could actually feel the the pinch.
3: I at one moment I was being carried away by them. <laughs> well, yeah, they, this, right. they were all sucking and flapping at the same time. That sounds hot. Actually. And I <laughs> lifted a foot <laughs> off the ground. Yeah, That's oh, dope. I could feel it. Yeah. I, oh yeah. man, I'm telling you. Because I went out there all confident. Huh? I got my spray not in. I'm California, uh, uh, dude.
0: I have I a homemade spray. I, yeah. I know what I'm talking
3: about. I'm not leaving the RV until I'm ready. You know, Right. Sprayed every, I sprayed the top of my head, you know, because that's a rookie mistake, right? They get the part of your hair or whatever.
6: I've, that's never happened I've, to me. Yeah, I don't know what that's about. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> no, Literally, I've, I've no had, no had that before.
3: See? So I did it. And then yeah. I walk out, and man, just... Instantaneously, wow. all over
6: me. Getting
0: that good, good dude. Does that it good does California blood? Well
6: that night, was there the steady hum of the forest, like that? Uh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Even you doing that? Fucking irritates me. Just imagine that's how many mosquitoes are around. That happens I in Minnesota. I hate that
3: shit. And the thing is, then also, not just that it happened, but I was angry. Like I was furious. <laughs> <laughs> I was. Furious. No one's in a
0: good mood. Oh. So
3: my friend, who was with me, had gone to pay the fees or whatever you know put the mm-hmm. envelope in the box while i'm yeah. taking care of the rv and by the time he comes back i'm just pacing around the rv livid i'm just angry
0: <laughs> yeah he's yeah. Like, angry what is that? Is and I'm like no way to go
3: through life no yeah. and yeah. it definitely ruined the night oh yeah.
7: man
3: <laughs> how long did you not talk to kim wood for <laughs> yeah. well, i don't even know if i i think i came back and told her that her shit is shit yeah but, uh, I don't i'm sorry on. i ruined
0: your your night with your uh,
6: with your male counterpart yeah <laughs> you, just,
3: you you guys couldn't kiss very well. No, it was yeah. we couldn't cuddle or anything.
6: Oh, you didn't have some anti-itch lotion for him to rub all over you?
3: <laughs> he did, actually. Calamine lotion? <laughs> it was organic, he, though, so it didn't <laughs> Luckily, he did, and he it did. barely... Yeah. I mean, I had a bunch of anthills on me. You ever uh, seen, had, like, a real anthill? Yeah. Uh, those were my bites, man. Oh,
0: hell yeah, dude. That's sexy. <laughs>
3: yeah. Let's go. Are we talking all over? <laughs>
0: Just in one region. Oh, my
3: God. With underarms. <laughs> Alright, I gotta get us to a break. Yeah. Um. All right, go to greatfermentations.com. They now offer specialized grain ordering. Order any grain in less than pound increments. uh, Perfect for specialty malts, by the way. And you can ask to combine or keep grains separate. You can even tell them to crush the grain if you want. Check it out at greatfermentations.com. And as always, Great Fermentations provides top-notch customer service and same-day shipping on many of their items. Go to greatfermentations.com. When we come back, we got a special... uh, a special treat for you.
0: Oh, we do? we oh, do. I love treats, dude. I'm a treat boy.
3: Yeah. Remember our friend um, Lucas Ohio Patty. Yeah. Yeah. He's performing at Spring Brews Festival uh, oh, right. this year, and uh, he's going to come in and do a little performance for us right now. So oh, that's tight. Uh, we're going to take a little break, get it all set up, and when we come back, Lucas Ohio Patty, Patty, Pato, Patty, <laughs> Padawan, and more. Yeah. All right, hang in there.
7: It's a like <laughs>
3: rest mashing is easy to do all for under 300 bucks they also feature the mark ii work pump a magnetic drive high temperature pump that does the work of pumps that cost twice as much as well as exclusive brewers edge regulators and quality keg king kegs and disconnects check them out today at williamsbrewing.com to brew their vast selection
6: Hey, this is Julian Trego from Beachwood Brewing, and you are listening to the session on the Brewing Network.
3: Welcome back to the program. Thanks so much for hanging out with us. And thanks to Craft Brew Creative, they can help you market your beer. You sweat and toil over creative exceptional beer, but Craft Brew Creative will assure you that your branding reflects that outstanding craft. They take the time to understand your vision through a straightforward and results-driven process. And the result is something tangible that will make you proud of your brewery brand and feel confident in your market. They can help you with logo design, branding strategy, websites, labels, Tables, tap handles. Those are just a few of the things that Craft Brew Creative excels at. And because you're a Brewing Network listener, they're going to give you 15% off your first design or branding project, which is good for up to 300 bucks in savings. Just go to craftbrewcreative.com for details and mention the Brewing Network for your savings. craftbrewcreative.com. Elevate your craft brand. All right. As promised... You know, I've been telling you about our, our 10th annual Spring Brews Festival. That's right. Which I'm very excited about. And uh, Lucas, Ohio played, what, maybe four years ago now you played last time, I think it was? I mean,
8: at least, I would say, yeah, four years ago, I think it was. Okay. <laughs> it
3: was and now longer you're longer than that. Who actually. can know actually, It anymore, might have been really. even longer. And yeah. now you're back. I'm back. Uh, it's been a while. You're playing this year. Actually, we actually got a great lineup this year. We've got Lucas, Ohio. Is it no longer Lucas, Ohio, Patty? Have you grown up? Was that what's I have, happening? I have. You've I cut think off I've the patty. <laughs> I cut the patty. Yeah. I only noticed it on your website. I just—I yeah, exactly. was like, like when I made I've, the poster, I was like, oh, man, there's no patty anymore. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, no. I, I like patty. I
0: know. <laughs> it's like
7: uh, John I know Cougar
0: Mellencamp. No, John Cougar. Yeah. <laughs> it's is not. It? It's not Lucas. It's Lucious. Yeah. <laughs> is, is, is it K-P-A-T-T yeah.
8: or P-A-D-D
0: or P-A-D-D-Y.
8: It's nothing anymore.
3: So now it's Lucas, Ohio. Uh, yeah. Have you been paying attention? No, Lucas, Ohio is no. probably Lucas, good. Lucas, Ohio. It's, good, it's good. good. I like
8: it. I, I wanted to dis- distinguish between uh, my first band and this new sort of the last chapter. Okay,
0: so, so you've got a new... So that
8: was part of the reason for the name
3: change. You've got a new lineup, too. Yeah, a new lineup. Okay. And, uh, yeah. All right. Well, I'm excited to have you guys play. Uh, you're playing along with uh, another band, uh, not one that's played at the Spring Brews before, but a longtime friend of mine, and he's played on the show before. Mm-hmm. The Royal Deuces, nice, which I spelt entirely wrong on the <laughs> on the flyer and the
6: How do you poster. Right, you spell yeah. it one way.
3: Yeah.
0: How do you spell deuces?
3: How do you spell deuces? <laughs> <Yeah.
0: laughs> It's just the the number 2 with a apostrophe s <laughs> <laughs>
7: 2 2 yeah <laughs> that's what I did
3: I just put an emoji of a shit yeah, he, he wasn't very happy about that one. yeah um, yeah I screwed that up but oh, anyway, I didn't mess up your name so there you go yeah. you're, you're good to go Lucas Simple. Uh, His but it's to be
0: dude'll be pissed <laughs>
3: yeah. it's going to be uh, you too how would you describe your your music genre you um
8: I would I would call it Americana folk rock Okay. Like, you know, I, I a little blend of country, mm-hmm. blues, um, even some reggae, although I try not to, you know, throw myself entirely into that sure. category, but just to the, to the degree that it feels comfortable and original and
3: yeah. cool, you know? I'm glad you said that because that's about how I categorize you two, and then the royal deuces yeah. are kind of like rockabilly hill yeah. like uh what the was the other thing honky yeah. talk, not hillbilly honky talk was the other bluegrass, so Hon- I thought it was like a perfect no, I thought bluegrass, but he's like, oh, not really, you know, and anyway, yeah. I just thought you guys were a perfect fit together, so yeah. I was really excited was that pumped. you're
8: both I was also excited to to see them i was, i checked checked it out and checked out his website and everything. I was like, oh, this is like a good." Yeah, it's a good good it's a This little, right. little mix for a brew festival.
3: It's like? it, and you know what? I think it's good beer fest music. Like people just kind of want to rock out a little bit and yeah. you know shuffle. So it's a lot of white people. Let's be honest, so they can shuffle back and forth. It's Either blues right. or this. And it's really yeah. kind of. And I'm uh, never going to do a blues fest. Forget no. it. So, yeah. That <laughs> uh, ain't going to happen. Uh, and then it's interesting. The singer of the Royal Deuces is also the mayor of Port Costa. Right. Know if he, right. He's He's no. my, he's my age. No. He's it gets worse better. Uh, Uh, he's he's the co-mayor along with, like, an 11-year-old.
6: Oh, oh, I thought you were talking about the 11-year-old. He was the guy... No. So,
3: you know, you're a local guy. Yeah, you know, know Port Pro, Costa. Yeah, I love Port
6: Costa. Cool yeah, little uh, cool.
3: eclectic town. I don't know how yeah. it happened, but they ended up electing two mayors. One of them is like 11 years old and the other one is <laughs> Mitch from uh well, the wait, Royal yeah, Deuces. If there's anything
0: that needs oh, to happen, you know, after 5:30, then Mitch takes over. Right. But, for but the most part <laughs> the 11 the 11-year-old is like, "Well, I got to do history and then I got to be in
4: bed by <laughs> 7:30."
0: Exactly. So, if there's an emergency, you can't wake the kid up. You
3: know, sleep. You're yeah. right. Yeah, you're yeah. right. I don't know. I wonder what their office <laughs> but if you is need like. A a <laughs> their office, like Mitch, has guitars on one side, and then there's like Matchbox cars <laughs> yeah, on the other. Hot spells, Wheels. I don't know.
0: Fucking chalkboard.
3: So anyway, I'm excited because it's a good. You guys are yeah. a, a, a great fit.
8: Well, thanks again for, you know, bringing bringing the band in.
3: Happy okay. to have you. Now, now you you kind of took a little time off, and I guess something happened with your heart.
0: Yeah yeah, I, I, yeah I, I, it was too I, full of emotion
8: probably yeah. so from the, from the get-go <laughs> to the right. AP, From from yeah. the, from the get-go but um yeah I I wasn't made aware of that until about a year ago mm. um, I started experiencing some like gnarly like symptoms uh, late or early last year and took a little while to figure it out a mm. um, couple weeks in the hospital or I took about about 10 or 12 days and they finally finally Figured out that it was like a this strange bacteria streptococcus streptococcus mutants that kind of invaded my aorta heart oh, valve. Oh damn, bro! Caused a lot of dam- damage. Took them a, a little while to figure it out.
3: So it was point, an it was an infection, not like a birth defect in your heart. Both. Oh, both. Okay.
8: Um, yeah. So the birth defect. The I was born with a bicuspid heart valve. What Most, does that mean? Yeah. All of us are like have like tricuspid heart heart valves. Okay. okay. Um, which means they like open and close efficiently. Yeah. And mine, the two of the three don't do that, I all see. that efficiently. Mm. And so um, it made this opportunity for this bacteria to kind of like come in and
3: what, make well, havoc.
8: And so, so, what were the yeah.
3: symptoms, if you don't mind? Just for our listeners who maybe they don't night know. Night sweats. For oh, our anxiety. oh, shit, I have that every night. Okay, <laughs> you know, what else? Night sweats. Yeah. You know,
8: um, honestly, like, I, yeah. Uh-oh. I mean, I um, fatigue. You know, no. Overall, just like I'm fucking
7: tired. Like,
0: uh, <laughs> I'm tired
3: <yeah. laughs>
6: uh, uh, it was. It was
3: no. I'm afraid for you to go on. What else? Because so far I'm 100. Yeah. percent uh,
0: yeah.
6: Yes. I this started is my life right uh, now. Uh, jo- I started joint pain.
3: Oh my god. <laughs> uh, I my t- heart is broken. And take, you know, taking
0: up smoking late in my life.
3: <laughs>
8: <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> it was. It was terrible, man. Oh my god. It was just terrible.
6: Wavy Jesus hair.
3: Yeah, that's a symptom. Yeah. You know what's worse about this is so I was my brother also uh, had a heart defect that he was born with and didn't learn in into his thirties either. Um, unfortunately for him, uh, he's fine now, but uh, there were no real symptoms. He suffered a minor stroke. Uh, luckily, luckily, very minor. It was in his uh, you know early to mid thirties, and he goes in and they found out. Again, I guess that most of us are born with this weird little flap in our heart that yeah, that closes exactly. up for most of us. And his yep. never closed and it just left this like open thing.
8: That's like mine, yeah.
3: Okay, Same and then thing. great. I have this fucking thing too. Yeah,
0: you do you probably mm-hmm. do. Yeah, yeah, I have
3: all the symptoms he described my yeah. fucking brother have it. All three of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: which are very yeah, general. And, and you uh, might <laughs> also be pregnant too. <laughs> yeah,
7: okay. okay, that's yeah. You true. never know. Yeah. For sure, take care. Yeah.
0: Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, will yeah. I still get paid for if you die before the fucking fest? Will I still get paid? Yeah, yeah.
1: I issue the checks. It's fine. You're right, yeah.
3: The, Maybe fest, you... the fest must go on or nobody gets paid.
6: I'll <laughs> tell right. you that. That's right. Yeah,
7: exactly. Just That's pee right. on a
3: stick tomorrow morning, and then you'll know.
6: Great. Yeah. I'll I find out.
7: think you put out. it in
6: your pee
0: hole. It has to
1: be the first pee of the day.
6: Right? Okay. Yeah. Bevo knows.
0: So at 2 p.m. when you get up, bevo takes <laughs> one be on that day. Uh, I always pee before I get up, so it's
3: (laughs) it's smart. How how long did this take you out for? Because heart surgery is a thing, man.
8: Yeah, I mean, the whole (laughs) thing. It's a thing. I 35, I mean, 35, 34 at the time. I mean, I I had just recorded my fourth record. Mm -hmm. um, And so I had all this, like, momentum going. It's good good energy going, but this kind of, like, took me out, and. it ended up being like a couple of weeks in the hospitals, about twenty twenty five different doctors' appointments, and okay, um, so it took me out for about a year or so. Wait, um, like between? I mean, but but the the actual the actual uh, I mean, I was out for like three months essentially, okay. you okay. know, just recu- recuperating. But the they were, they replaced wow. your valve and yeah, the, so the I got like a, 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 um, a bovine aorta valve, oh. That's
0: a cow valve. Yeah, I'm part out. Yeah, I'm part <laughs> wow. You know Latin. You should be you should turn you should be Hindu. That's what you <laughs> yeah. should be. People worship you.
3: <laughs> I'm thinking it's just hardcore for his music. He's yeah. like, no, I'm into it, man. A little, yeah. little country. I'm just excited. I'm Are you excited vegan to be now? back
8: in action, man. It yeah. was a, it was a four hour surgery. I think they were like uh I was well taken care of at yeah. uh John Muir. John,
3: John Muir, dude, yeah. There cardi- you go. Cardiovascular and and you like, couldn't, could you not drink and stuff for a long time? That's how you, you have to be real careful. you not like, have sex. Uh, no. like, I mean, everything's fine. He, yes and yes. Okay. And yet, you just didn't care. You yeah, know. Okay.
6: No. Do you, <laughs> do you have pe- a crazy scar? Do they really like open you <laughs> yeah, up? Six inches. Six inches Pretty good Damn. Broken ribs Everything wow. Wow.
0: Looks like Dude I was pounding During surgery I don't give a fuck <laughs>
7: I, see yeah. I don't give a fuck dude. I'm not supposed that's, to be doing this uh, yeah.
3: That's kind of <laughs> what I was thinking Like first of all I don't really listen anyway But right. second of all it, Two weeks in the I'd have been jerking off Right in the hotel bed oh, For sure <laughs> And then the nurse hey,
0: part when comes When are you, when I are you going back? Hospital, right. not a hotel. Yeah, exactly.
3: well, Justin would get his surgery done in a hotel,
6: but if no, not <laughs> a hospital. Yeah, in a hotel <laughs> in
0: Mexico. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Right. That's absolutely true. Uh, yeah. Excuse me, I need yeah. to get more ice. Yeah, I lost, <laughs> yeah. lost
3: a kidney, but I gained a valve. That's true. Yeah. You know.
0: but
7: the You shut off the
3: valve, you can turn off and on. Think about it. When's the last time you went two weeks without jerking off, J.P.?
0: Probably when my surgery was, yeah. <laughs> That's
3: probably it, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. you're so high on, so, like, narcos or something. Like, I couldn't, you know. Oh, I see. It doesn't uh, work. Yeah. That's a good Well, point. and then, like, that my was thing the... was my neck. So, like, you know, whenever you finish, <laughs> yeah. you, it, you, you know, you like up. tense, right? You, go, oh, you know, whatever, right? Right. Uh, it's, it's Actually, it's, it's really hard to choke myself out when my neck is sore. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I couldn't I couldn't actually efficiently jerk off. But, but see, Lucas is probably thing, better than me.
3: My thing, what would have happened is, you know, you know, Kate or somebody who cares about me would have would
7: have come in what hotel room number you were in.
3: You know, and the doctor would have been like well, he, he survived the surgery. That all went great. Yeah. You know. But six hours later he couldn't help from jerk off. Yeah. And his, fucking, his heart exploded.
0: Yeah. He had,
2: <laughs> no,
1: literally new, nobody new, would be surprised. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. He had a uh, uh, valve, just yeah. he shot d- right out. He died of semenitis. <laughs> yeah. I have good news and bad news. Yeah. He survived the surgery. I'll be there, I'll be wearing <laughs> right. pearls, I'll clutch him. <gasps> yeah. Semenitis? Yeah. 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 Doctor, what is it?
3: Yeah. Well, it it's is.
0: effectively <laughs> the jerk off syndrome.
3: It's jerk off syndrome, yeah. yeah. The doctor would be like the you know, The good news is I still have a perfect record. I'm a great surgeon. <laughs> the bad news is your right. your patient is an awful human being and yeah. could <laughs> not keep his hand out of his pants for <laughs> six hours.
1: Chronic masturbation is a
3: thing. Chronic masturbation.
0: <laughs> he died doing what he loved. That was an expensive yeah. surgery.
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly right.
0: Yeah. He died doing what he loved, clutching his heart, trying to stop the flow of blood internally.
3: <laughs> yeah. I mean, right? Like the incision's still there. My heart literally could have beat right out of my chest. Oh, yeah. I don't know he, what
0: sure let's go with that yeah. this is
3: yeah. insane <laughs> because it's true
1: because it's so i want to get
7: a
3: different kind of bovine
0: surgery and get three more stomachs
3: ah uh, that's a good mm. idea that's what
0: i would want to do
3: do you like speaking of stomach do you like seriously are you more health conscious now do you do you exercise more or like worry about your eating or are you just like ah it was a fluke fuck it
8: i mean i the sodium i got to keep keep track of. You do. For sure. Okay. Um, you know, that's that's probably the one thing. Um exercise isn't is definitely important. Yeah. Nothing we haven't heard before. Okay. Right. So it's not but like, like you don't I feel
3: like more so
8: I feel like I feel better, man. I feel oh, like do. I have a yeah. well I'm not worried about it no more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
6: You know, last yeah. year
7: was So they actually encourage you bet. to
6: exercise with your new valve now. They're not worried about yeah, hey, like, keep your BPMs under I mean, so, yes so and yes. Well, the oh,
7: heart okay. has a battery.
6: <laughs> the heart has a battery in it. Mm. You know what
0: I mean? Like the final, you can't really exercise. You shouldn't oh, yeah. exercise. I mean, that's uh, why I stick to
6: Duralast it's
3: right. Right. yeah When you
0: double say A's last year was uh, yeah, yeah.
6: three double A's, <laughs> okay. watch battery. Yeah. I took you for more of a C battery kind of
3: guy. Uh, wow, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> no one's uh, yeah. things. Yeah. No yeah. One My wife ever thinks said. so too. Well,
0: the C stands
3: for something else. Warren,
0: don't talk about it later.
3: Now, when you say last year was rough, like what do you mean? Because you were just it, it yeah, I was, in I was, lot, I was or what? yeah,
8: I was I was I was sidelined. You know, this yeah. um, about t- yeah twenty twenty five different appointments and like mm. cumulative like two weeks in hospitals. Yeah, yeah. You know? The food's
7: um, good
0: though. That's positive. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Had, had you had symptoms for a while before that, or did they kind of come on suddenly? No, kind of came on. You know? Okay,
8: yeah. That's but tight, I but I feel I feel. Like I'm ready to be, you know, I'm, I'm excited to be back in action. This year, yeah. Okay. You know, like I feel like I have a new lease on life and absolutely. Kind of, yeah. uh, just like I'm, I've, last year I also took the time um, as I was recuperating to like, uh, I had three months off and basically I ordered a bunch of books on cider making and perry making. Oh yeah, and uh, just kind of like filled up like two journals. You know? I think that's fucking yeah, hilarious. Um, I feel like I most people like, would
7: have
3: ordered yoga books, but you're like, ah, alcohol. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So is yeah. that what's in our glass? Yeah. What is this?
8: Yeah. This is this is a, a Perry with a Star Crimson and Bartlett pear. Okay. And
3: did I you just, win an award for this?
8: or something? I just won an award. I just got the. I just received an email from the California State Fair. Oh, nice! I won a bronze. That's awesome. Nice. Yeah. Oh, this is great. And I'm. I have to send a shout out to the Doe's Homebrew Club too. Oh they yeah, they've been nothing but love. Like I just they're good people, great people, good brewers,
0: mm-hmm. great brewers, and like, that's good. That's really, a real tart yeah. snap. What do you think? That's real yeah, good, I'm JP. I like, like it. This yeah? is really good. I hate pears, man. I think pears. If <laughs> yeah, you hate pears and like this, so yeah, well, that's good. Yeah, I really hate pears.
3: I love pears and this. <laughs>
0: wow. <fuck. laughs> God damn it. It's got to go one up. You know yeah. what I mean?
7: <laughs>
6: yeah. I love pairs. This, this and your guitar.
3: Mm-hmm.
6: Oh, <laughs> Beardy goes up.
7: No.
3: no, this is really
6: nice. It's nice,
7: right?
3: <laughs> It's not like a ton of pear. No, the, it's not. Because the is it the sourness that kind of takes it away a little bit? I think. I would guess. I don't know. Yeah, a little tart at the yeah. end. A yeah, a lot of tart actually. Yeah. Is which that, I like. is that
0: from one of the pear varietals or is that like a citric acid addition or malic acid. The, malic acid? Malic acid. Cream. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Which I've heard some. I mean, I've been reading so many of
8: these, these books, you know, and there's a million and one ways to do this and that. But oh yeah. yeah, I some people have said, you know, I don't, I'm not, I don't believe in. Any additions? I don't believe in oh, fuck the hundred percent, like you know, yeast mm. inoculation with mm. the like. There's various philosophies. I've been reading up about all of it, and it's, yeah, like, malic acid sulfites versus no sulfites, like. See, right. There's a lot to there's a lot to to take into consideration. There is, I, and I respect it all. But I at the same time, like I'm
0: just getting going. It's like my first year. I put my best foot forward. There okay. you go, baby. Well, you know, you know what? what I'm saying? You, you do what works for you, and then mm-hmm. if it starts not working, then you change it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Don't That's don't the sweat beauty it. of it. though, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
8: So that's it's good.
2: Simple. I should try that.
6: <laughs> <laughs> if it doesn't work for you, yeah. don't do it. Yeah, it's really the uh, the, it's the dumbed
0: weird, down version of if, weird if, wherever you go, there you are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
6: that's really good,
3: man.
7: Thanks. Yeah. yeah, thanks for
0: thanks
3: bringing that. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. you want
6: to play, play song music? for us? Yeah, got sure. dude. Yeah,
3: uh, what are you going to play?
8: Uh, I was going to play Salt Flat Speed Demons. Um, it's a song I wrote. I took a trip with some good friends across. Uh, um, various states to Wyoming, and uh,
7: mm-hmm.
8: cr- we, we crossed some uh, salt Flats, and um, this is kind of what came of it. All right. Um,
3: so Lucas, Ohio, performing live in the Brewing Network studio right here at the Hop Grenade. You can find him at the Spring Brews Festival. That's happening Saturday, March 30th. You can buy your tickets right now at thebrewingnetwork.com. I
8: might skip the... you
3: going to skip the harmonica? Possibly. Okay. Yeah. Beardy can hold it for you if you want. It'll look weird. But what do I need you know, to hold? Nothing. You're it for you. are fine. Yeah. Oh, the harmonica? All right.
8: So this is called called uh, Cell Flats, Speed Demons, and it's on uh, my fourth record called the Owl House Sessions, and um, recorded uh, a couple years ago, um, and we recorded this in my uh, grandparents my grandpa's barn in Gilroy California um Santa Cruz Mountains so it was a cool like kind of a do-it-yourself project and uh yeah so Salt Flats Speed Demons
3: I like that song.
0: Yeah, good Thank stuff, go,
3: man. So you said that was off your fourth album, which means your current one's your fifth? Or
8: Yeah, I got, I'm working on songs for the fifth.
3: Okay. Yeah. Oh, you're not um, done with the new album yet? Not
8: done. Got it. Wow. No. No. Okay. Slacker. Okay. I know. I know, JP. Yeah.
7: <laughs>
8: you
6: better have a good excuse.
8: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I
3: know. Yeah. No, I'm,
8: I'm really pumped, though, on this. I mean, it's been like 21 years. That
3: you've Four been playing? Records. Yeah. Wow. How old were you when you started playing
8: 18? 18? Okay. 19? Got it. I'm 35 now.
3: Yeah. You're getting up there.
0: <sighs> I know.
3: <laughs> 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 but you got a new heart. Yeah, You'll be fine. Yeah. About. Yeah. I'm right. ready to rock yeah. and roll. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. The rest could go.
3: He's ready to
8: go. But the valve will be fucking good. I'm excited. Solid. <laughs> no, I, yeah. this, is, uh, this is my first show with the band after the surgery. You know? okay. Oh, wow. Um, Damn, dude. I'm playing another big show. I wanted to throw, a sh- uh, you know, yeah. just a. Th- Throw a shout out, um, June twentieth at the Ivy Room in Albany. Okay, I'm um, going to be rock and rolling. Uh, I know it's a little ways off, but it's, it's kind of like considered kind of an important show um, for this year, considering kind of what I've been through. And, yeah, yeah. Um, but this sounds
0: going like to be an emotional show too.
8: Yeah, I I'm going to bring yeah. some like special guests in, like people. Like a you
3: doctor,
7: <laughs>
3: welcome, Nurse yeah. Nancy. Exactly. Nurse Nancy.
7: Yeah.
3: I just want to say, Nurse Nancy really got me
7: through some hard times. Yeah. Yeah. Those yeah. sponge baths were great. <laughs> uh,
3: it does seem Where's a little emotional divided? for you, though. Like you're like coming back now, you know.
8: I feel like, yeah. I yeah. mean, it's a big it's a big deal to yeah. be out like that. It's it's. I mean, they talk about like, oh, physically, you'll be you know you'll be good in this amount of time, but. No. Yeah. It's also, it's more than just that. It's like, it's kind of a
0: whole psychological. Mentally yeah. that's no, it's too. a huge emotional like, like, yeah, cluster. Absolutely.
3: Yeah. You know?
0: yeah. They don't talk about that or help you with that no. like, at all because you're essentially near death. Like you avoided death. Yeah. I right. On, I mean, uh, you yeah, were. on like, yeah, for exact. Yeah. Yeah. Not even just going through the surgery, which has its own complications potentially, but just, it, yeah. So it's, it, it's, it's very. It's very thing. Yeah,
8: man. Yeah. And, and a lot of people, like, a lot of people have been like, oh and I no fault right no, no blame but like it's like oh like this must have been a real inspirational time for you, you know? <laughs> yeah um, like yeah. did you write some songs like did you did you and it's like no yeah no, right <laughs> yeah. No. yeah yeah I, I mean I I did I, I was I was I was recuperating
3: yeah. <laughs> I, was,
7: yeah. I, was, yeah. I was like I was, I was like down, and down. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
3: you know what I did I fucking breathed yeah. okay I woke up every day and I breathed yeah, yeah. <laughs> Survival, write, heard of it? Write songs. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah.
8: Some of you have never I, been to Survival I, didn't, in I show. couldn't even pick up my guitar. I had like a like a Damn. ten pound lifting restriction.
3: Wow! I oh, think geez. I'm on the yeah. 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 I mean, f-
8: I get the sentiment. You know?
7: Sure. Yeah. It's like,
8: no, yeah. sure.
3: And it, of it's course, like, people on. are going to ask that, but you're yeah. Like, yeah. I'm like, no, you're no, no, right. no, 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 no. I was. I no. had somebody feed me
0: pudding. Well, I did have a kazoo and I banged out some fucking bangers on that thing, but.
3: Oh, man. Yeah, that makes sense. So, so yeah. So not only did you have this you, just, you know, your help, but, but something was taken away from you that's clearly very important to you, which is grabbing your fucking guitar and playing whenever time you feel like it. Or if you feel inspired, like maybe you did feel inspired at moments and you're like, I can't even do it now. Yeah, you know? I
8: did. And yeah. I think that's why I turned to cider. Right? Yeah, and right. Perry, you know, it was, like, it was something I I needed some sort of outlet. Right. You know? So it's like if I can't do this, yeah, then I'm gonna, you know, focus on some other things. Cause oh, I, good for I, you! I'm like, I'm, I just can't not
3: do like, something. Life yeah. is
8: too. There's too many cool things like to do. Like, yeah. I feel like is between. There? It's a lot of TV to watch. Right? I would
3: have oh, turned oh, to man. heroin. I'm, super, yeah. I'm glad you turned it sideways. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you keep
0: the heart rate low.
3: Yeah, <laughs> this is not the yeah. first
1: time you've referenced heroin, like as being I've, like something you're gonna go to. Like, should <laughs> I be tight, dude?
7: <laughs> I've told you,
3: like when yeah. I'm, you yeah, know, when I'm, out. when keep I'm either out. on my deathbed or like, you know, you know, retired or like, you know, when it's, when,
1: those w- things are gonna be mutually exclusive.
3: Right. Like when nothing's left, why wouldn't you do heroin? Heroin's tight. That's gonna be my new shirt. <laughs> <time>.
6: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so now that the Perry gig's working for you, are you just going to open up a cidery No, a Perryery, a, a Perryery.
0: <laughs> well, Perry.
8: Honestly, uh, event- eventually, yes. Um, there we go. Nice. nice. Are
0: you yeah, serious? We, we, yeah. Um, hmm. Wow, one bronze medal, and this kid's already fucking wow. shooting for the moon.
3: <laughs> wow. <laughs> Gets a fucking cow heart and a
0: bronze medal. Check out the yeah. balls on this
3: kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it must have been from the bull, that cow heart. Yeah, that's
0: right,
8: yeah. No, I'm, uh, we hit,
0: <laughs> One I guy it, yeah. we have. One no. guy in California thinks his cider is third best. <laughs> He's gonna open up a fucking yeah. cider. Yeah. No. Hey,
8: but you're in. Yeah. Watch out, JP. Yeah. You watch out, JP. Fuck. I'm this gonna send you the first Nebuchadnezzar. Hell yeah. Okay? Um, yeah, no, it's, it's, we, uh, my grandparents bought like 16 and a half acres down in Santa Cruz mountains. Cool. Um, back in like 66 and it was an old gravenstein farm oh, and, nice. um, my grandparent, my grandpa took care of it primarily, pruned the orchard, all that. Um, I went to school, studied fruit science of all things. Wow. And really? so, yeah. Jesus. Uh, at Cal, I know, I know. So I, I did that and I just love fruit trees. I love fruit. Like I, it's just one of my passions and. Um, so once my my grandfather Frank Patty passed away, I kind of took care of the orchard. Oh, cool! And I've been taking care of it since, and harvesting oh. the apples. And you know, I don't really have an interest in like going to the farmers markets. To be honest with you, and like, I see. No, and, dude. And I mean like, you can make like,
0: a ton of cash, but it's I know you can. You know, yeah. I know
8: you can, yeah. and it's cool. Uh, nothing against farmers markets. No, but, farmers no. markets are weird. <laughs> but like, dude, I want to I want to do something that you know. Like I just I don't want to go set up a truck and yeah. Sell, like, the apples that I just harvest. Like Yeah. So for me, I was like, what am, what am I going to do with this fruit? Like, seriously, like, I have all this fruit. It's going to drop on the ground. Yeah. I'm not going to go. I don't have time for a market. So, like, well, I could make some hard cider. I love that. I could make some nice. cider. I could make some peri. Like, you know, and that's kind of what I started doing, like, maybe, like, seven or eight years ago. And so... Um, but not commercially yet. Not commercially, but my dad is... Um, building a cidery. Okay. Right oh, wow. right now. Okay. So you've just
6: been bootlegging. We- <laughs> no, I
7: mean, yeah, this <laughs> it's is called homebrewing. Do, you see, oh, right, you, gotta, do yeah. you see a label There's on no this? Do you see a label on this? <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
8: Yeah. You yeah. well, I'm I'm trying to uh, I'm trying to suss things out. You know, figure it out. So um, so dad's
3: building it now, and you guys are thinking you're going to open a cidery. At some point, for sure. I That's like this. cool. Yeah.
8: yeah, and it's it's not going to be you know like some huge commercial like overhaul like just a, a ton of volume. It's it. You don't never. You, you never say know. that now. You yeah. never know. Okay. I mean, you're going to start without enough.
3: that, right? But
8: right, like right now, I'm I'm working already, still out of carboys and yeah, you know. But you're, like, you're already five passionate
3: five about it, so if it if oh, it yeah. kind of works, and then people are also passionate about your your cider, you never know where that's going to go. That's true. So I think that's a good move on your part.
8: I love yeah. it, man. Yeah. I love it just as much as I love music. Okay, I really do. Like the two fulfill a similar kind of like. They fill the same cup,
3: well,
7: creative just in different
8: ways. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, I yeah. love the the science behind the cider, but also the the forgiveness. Yeah, you know
3: that's a good call. Yeah, Right? well, that's music like, too. I
0: think right. Yeah, science behind music, but it has a lot of forgiveness. I mean,
7: yeah,
3: look at Maroon Five.
7: <laughs>
6: we have been this whole night,
3: <laughs> right. uh, Lucas. Real quick, just first first impression. Yeah. <laughs> First impression.
6: Is, is he racist? Is the
7: shirt
3: racist or not racist? Oh, my God. What's your, Now, don't think too much about it. First gut impression, racist or not racist? Go. I, I, I feel love.
7: <laughs> Wait a second. And there's no
0: love in racism. There we all know that. Racist yeah. or <laughs> not racist? No, I... <laughs> we let the kid express himself the way... It, I feel like it's going to be footloose now. This is his footloose. You're not letting him express himself the way he wants to. <laughs> He I said don't, he's feeling love. I don't think <laughs> the,
3: the Jackson Five are expressing themselves the way they want to on your shirt. Uh,
0: no, oh my maybe god. not. Maybe not. <laughs> but they might be. He's I know Michael is. I'll tell you better. that right now.
3: <laughs> yeah, he's fine. He's up there laughing.
7: <laughs> <laughs> up
3: oh my god! <laughs> yeah. Whoa. <laughs> Wow. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Huge
0: slam on St. Peter. Yeah.
3: So why don't we do this? Let's wrap up the Twitter game. Yeah, let's do that. We'll wrap it up, and then you can play a song to take us out. Does that sound all right with you? Wonderful. Okay, cool. So what was our Twitter game today, JP?
0: It was uh, since the Game of Thrones season or no, series finale is uh-huh. uh, coming here soon. What would our last episode of the session be? What would the session finale look like? Okay. And we got some, good, uh, got some good entries today. I was a little nervous about it. For the first half of the show, we only got two. Mm. And I hate that shit. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so it ballooned to three. Um, Up no, 50%. percent just kidding. Uh, John Durr says, Doc comes back as a white walker. <laughs> just comes in all okay. fucking zombie doubt I thought it was kind of funny that is pretty good actually yeah. uh, the brewer of Seville says Justin's feet fall off on the last show Right? JP falls in love with NEIPAs Doc returns and spills a beer on the soundboard sparking a fire that burns off Warren's beard Devo buys a double wide in Montana. Apparently, while all this is happening, with the insurance money. The if insurance he, money. if
3: <laughs> he added insurance money, I'll give him the win right now. Oh yeah,
0: she is, is gonna get all the insurance money?
3: I mean, she's God. the only one left. Alive. Right, right, Damn,
0: yeah, that's who's right.
1: and also, obviously,
3: <laughs> Obviously.
0: Um, Bevo buys a double-wide in Montana. Moscow returns the beer he stole for the past decade. Oh, my God. That's and a lot of tasty beer. naps through the whole thing.
3: Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's an accurate... Uh, it's a not bad, predictable right? Predictable ending.
0: Yeah. Uh, uh, William Bahoon says, Andy Wood reveals that it was all a dream.
6: That's not bad either.
0: Okay. Like, wasn't that Dallas that was all a dream? That was like the famous no, like
6: Hill Street Blues. Or was it one it was, of those Hill Street like like a... Blues? <laughs> I don't know. was Some eighties show. The fuck cheers. Up, buddy. Wasn't
0: it Cheers? <laughs> oh my God! That whole live studio audience was all a dream. <laughs>
6: yeah. They don't even drink beer in Cheers.
0: Uh, Matt K- uh, Cadmus, Cadmus, Kudmus. Uh, Matt says, uh, "Same as what will happen after the last show of Game of Thrones, we all move on, living much more productive lives."
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Accurate. Yeah, mm.
0: maybe too
3: accurate. I don't know. Uh, WM Daily. I feel like we have added to people's productivity. Absolutely. D- those who have gone pro. And business. Oh, yeah. For sure. Yeah. Anybody else, maybe not.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, WM Daily <laughs> says, uh, Gordon and Sully give the BN a Viking funeral, burning down the hop grenade with JP locked inside.
3: Oh, wow. <laughs> That's uh, not really a Viking funeral as much really. as it is a terrorist act.
0: That's, <laughs> That's dark. True. Yeah.
3: That's
0: true. Uh, TN Brewing says, in true Game of Thrones fashion, the unexpected happens. JP, Justin, and Bebo all realize they need real jobs and go corporate, leaving only the bearded one to speak into the iron mic. Wow. Mm-hmm. D- just like that one
3: now because that will never, ever happen. I know.
0: Man. Well, I don't know why he's talking about Mike Tyson. <laughs> That's weird.
3: Rather but, dive um, jerking off with a bad heart valve <laughs> than go corporate.
0: Maybe you can still get Lucas's. Uh, <laughs> valve maybe you could replace <laughs> get his oh, own,
3: yeah they're like this one's better than yours anyway. Take this yeah. one, slightly used. We can talk about it afterwards for sure. <laughs> <laughs> if it's not
0: encased in resin around a necklace, I don't want to talk. Uh, Andrew Boozer finally says, uh, "Bev announces she won't. Uh, excuse me, Bev announces she won the harassment lawsuit against Justin. Hmm. Oh. Makes the announcement that she now owns the BN and is selling to AB Bev for five dollars a lifetime supply of natural ice and a double wide trailer in Montana for her and
3: Sugar Valley Brewer
0: mm.
7: to oh. start
3: their new
1: life That's together." Deal
7: breaker.
3: Lost you at Sugar Valley, but that's everything the, else was looking good,
6: right? Yeah, and
1: I actually have Warren harassing me written on paper, so I mean I have evidence.
6: <laughs> no, you stole my wow. love note to JP. Yeah, uh, Warren,
0: write down what you want for dinner. I got a burrito for you. Oh my god, um,
1: with lots of f words.
0: There's uh, one, but this—that's the second tweet Great. that mentions Bev buying a double white in Montana because that's literally
1: me living my best life. Right,
3: everybody knows. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Okay, those are it. JP, why don't you pick the winner tonight? God damn it. <laughs> I think it's... Okay.
0: Um, to be honest with you, I think that uh, Andy Wood revealing it was all a dream. Isn't I think it's that's pretty your good. Winner? Yeah, I think it's pretty good, man. I don't know. Okay,
3: mm. I'm down. All right. It was all just a... Thank you very much. Great dream. It's not a bad a it's dream. It's a great dream. That's right. It was a great dream. <laughs> okay.
7: <laughs>
3: why do I feel like, like this is actually ending? Here's the new Lucas Ohio song, everybody. Oh, yeah. It's off his new album. It's called Lucas Ohio Goes Disco. <laughs> drop
7: the paddy like I dropped this beat. <laughs> beat right. Bang JP. Kidding. That's right.
3: Kidding, of course, that's not. Let me
7: true. catch that beat.
3: Uh, all right. What else? What else do I have to do? Uh, hey, the American Homebrewers Association uh, invites you to attend HomebrewCon. It's June 27th through the 29th in Providence, Rhode Island. HomebrewCon brings 3,000 homebrewers together for three days of brewing seminars, nighttime events, and camaraderie. Um, oh. However, uh, sorry, uh, HomebrewCon is also the leading showcase of brewing supplies and equipment. Visit homebrewcon.org to learn more. Also, our 14th anniversary party is happening uh, as the finale party of HomebrewCon. Love it. On Saturday, June 29th, we are partnered with more Beer and Melvin to give away our uh, Boil Rumble winner. And we, we rented a pretty sweet venue. It's like a... Awesome, divy music venue.
0: That sounds sick.
3: Called Fet Music Hall. Unlimited drinking. Uh, we get to curate the beer list. We're going to do some live entertainment on the stage um, and give away some things. I'm thinking stand-up, JP. Nice. Are you going to get your stand-up uh, set ready?
0: That's true. I got, I'm got. i working on one.
3: I am, too. Are you? Yeah.
0: <laughs> you I mean, guys should stop. We can yeah. We can practice right now.
3: <laughs> I just flew in from Concord. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh stay tuned go to homebrewcon.org get your tickets and stay tuned for more information about uh our BNA 14 event. Uh next week on this very program, Guinness North America. Yes,
0: right? I'm Ooh. very excited for this show.
3: So it's what, what do we have? One of the brewers from from the, the head brewer
0: at the American uh, Guinness.
6: Uh, wow. plant. Yeah, where I, they
0: don't brew actual Guinness, but they do a ton of other stuff. <laughs>
3: really? So we yeah. won't get to drink a Guinness draft.
0: Wait, no, you because, you're being serious. Yeah, yeah, because the Guinness <laughs> that we get in the states is brewed at St. James Gate in in Ireland.
3: So why is it called the Guinness Brewery here? Because
0: they're are they opened a. Uh, what do you mean they opened a brewery?
3: <laughs> but they, they don't brew Guinness.
0: No, but. <laughs> But they I do other we'll things. They do like IPA week. and they do, they do you well, know, okay. Pale Ale. They do a bunch of stuff. Oh. Well,
1: because Guinness is the name of the brewery, not the style of beer.
3: Justin drinks Sierra Nevada. That's what, what he orders. That's yeah. right. Can I have a right. Sierra right. Nevada? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not that one, the other one. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Sometimes it's darker. Mm. Sometimes it's more uh, hoppier. But it's <laughs> all Sierra Nevada. They're very
3: inconsistent. How did we end up with this guest?
0: Um. I've,
3: Not end up. How do we l- right. be so lucky to get?
0: <laughs> right. Um, I've I, I reached out to, actually, I reached out on their website.
6: And Guinness, yeah, yeah. Turns to, out that's to all it
0: took. Yeah, it turns out you just have
3: to send an email,
0: um, and then they and yeah, yeah. then I was put in touch with their uh, like PR firm.
3: Was the was the website the the Guinness like Ireland website? that you reach out to No, it was to? the
0: American one? It was, yeah, yeah.
3: Guinness dot or something? something like that. Yeah, okay. I can't remember. It was like you
0: know, it was even before it was built. It was like five. No,
3: and then yeah. someone answered. Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> yes, <laughs> through a keyboard oh. <laughs> interface. I'm to figure um, out how this works. And then electronically mailed. Me I see. a response, and then we worked together <laughs> hmm. uh, to book uh, said guest. I think his name is Kevin. I forget now. <laughs> Ryan? It's either Ryan or Kevin. <laughs> McClanahan? <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. We have Guinness a week to actually, figure it out. Yeah. Okay. Arthur
0: Guinness. Artie. Oh, Arthur Ar- Ar- Guinness.
3: Perfect. Yeah. Actually, it's very exciting. So, Guinness, I'm North stoked. America on the program uh, next week. That'll be a good show. Um, I won't be here, but it's
1: Ryan. That's
0: right. You won't be here?
3: No, I'm here. Okay. Fuck <laughs>
0: Fucking freaking me out, dude. I know.
3: I mean, he'll be in Concord but just not here. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. To be out there. I mean, yeah. yeah. Me and Lucas are going to be sitting out there. <laughs>
7: yeah.
3: Trading heart stories. That be good. Yeah. <laughs> Which is really just me going like, wait. So was the symptom this too? Yeah. Like, did it also do this? Am I uh, welcome back to ask just- my symptoms yeah. that I've internalized yeah. to Lucas, yeah,
0: who's now an expert in
3: hearts. Did you it. have this weird red bump on your dick? Was that yeah. a symptom?
0: Uh, what about when it turns white?
3: Is that a symptom? <laughs> yeah. All right, oh, you want to take us out of here, Lucas? I will. With a song? Sure. Do we have to do any of your bullshit, you think, or we can skip it? I think we
0: can skip it. I mean, if you, real fast, you can just, I mean, thanks to Brett Thomas from Sun River Brewing. Yeah. Go to sunriverbrewingcompany.com. And uh, all the other shit you already know, thanks to More Beer, of course. Go to morebeer.com and, uh, you know, support them because they're great.
3: All right. Uh, and where can folks go to find out more about LucasOhio?
0: LucasOhio.com.
8: And again, one one last blast, uh, really important show. I'm really trying to promote this. Um, the June twentieth, Thursday, June twentieth, at the Ivy Room in Albany. Okay. It's supposed, to, it's supposed to be a really cool venue. I haven't been there yet. Planning to go. All right. Um, anyways, it's just going to be fun. Special guests. Um, come out to the Spring Brews Fest, obviously. There we go. And also come out to the Ivy go. Room, and it's just it's going to be. I'm looking forward to a. A great year filled with music yeah unlike last year frankly right yeah um, <laughs> you're right <laughs>
3: you're due man that's um, for sure yeah
8: so come on out have some fun drink some beers with us and yeah looking forward to it
3: love so, it um do you have a myspace page i don't people can find no okay i
6: don't have i've, I've. <laughs> how about a live journal <laughs> Warren, <laughs> you I, don't even know that one is. I don't even
3: get that joke. No,
6: it's, it's not really funny. No that. one uses MySpace anymore. I thought. I I no, they
0: know. do. Yeah, actually, oh, really? they, just deli- they, they do did they? like some. Yeah, it's yeah. They,
3: they, oh, you know it's going to have a resurgence. But
0: it, it already kind of has because okay. Facebook is kind of like shitty. People uh, are flying to MySpace yeah. now. Oh, you're but kidding. No, I swear to God. But they just released They just They still make them. They just released a thing where MySpace was like moving servers and they wiped like 15 years of music that people have uploaded to their MySpace. So that's why MySpace is popular. Like bands would upload their shit or whatever. Right. Right. It's all gone now. <laughs> From like 2005 to 2015 or oh, something no. like that. Okay. That whole time capsule of people's like music that they made in their basement.
3: Oh. It's yeah. all gone, dude. Oh. So is anyone MySpace, sad? I don't know. Oh. What did it sound like? Pretty this much, you this, made was, this was my MySpace page.
0: What? Well, you can go. You you could play music when you went to someone's MySpace, right? Like the bad oh, yeah. web design oh, yeah. in the '90s. That yeah,
3: but you could easily play tunes. That's true. Yeah, this yeah. would be
0: great. Welcome to, yeah. uh, welcome to the Brewing <laughs> Network.
3: Yeah, welcome to Brewing. We we
0: are your beer professionals. <laughs>
7: yeah.
0: Please help us increase our bounce rate by listening to this song. Water pop, yeet. <laughs> microphones.
3: This really is my favorite new song. I think it's going to be our intro song. It's got to be. I'm going to have to reach out to. Who is this? Mixmaster Big Daddy Six Nine, M- uh, Bernstein I think. God damn. I'm it. after. Out. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to show up your music. Like it, <laughs> I, was, I
0: was thinking you could just take it home. I mean, you write good music too, but this is team yeah, yeah. music.
3: Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I mean, Lucas is good, but.
0: You, uh,
8: you um, kinda, you I think it, we should right? start. I th- you know what? I think we just solidified the fact that we have to start the Spring Breeze Fest. With this, oh. <laughs> prior to even
3: our first song. Oh my
7: that, god!
8: Like,
3: <laughs> Don't tell me, because I would do it just to see everyone turn around and look at us like we're yeah, assholes.
0: Yeah, but like yeah. No, I want that, but, like a fog machine and laser lights <laughs> in the daytime. <laughs> yeah,
3: and I'm just, well, ladies and gentlemen,
7: before you take your
3: seats, there's no, there's no seats. It's a beer festival. I would like you, please, a moment of silence. (laughs) Yeah, wait, hang on. (laughs) A moment of silence, ladies and gentlemen. If you can see through the fog, for Mr. Bovine Heart Valve himself, (laughs) Lucas Ohio!
2: Vaporwave. I think this is. Uh, it's really amazing. It's,
0: it's really good. It's, it's, I'm, i just think I'm thinking. David Hasselhoff. To be honest with you.
2: Yeah. Oh
7: yeah.
1: Just trying to figure out what these instruments are.
6: Synthesizer, yeah. idiot. It's yeah. it's an top. it's an instrument. Yeah,
1: right.
2: it's, it's, a, it's, it's called a yeah, it's Macintosh.
6: It's
0: Macintosh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> You're not
6: wrong. You're pretending like Sam doesn't
3: have one at home. It's a kid from the (laughs) Netherlands and a Macintosh.
1: He probably does.
3: But he knows how to break it down. Listen.
7: (laughs) Okay, all right. All right. Music uh, theory. <laughs> Justin and Lucas.
3: Tell us what you're going to play for us to take us out of here. Right. Uh, of course, folks, you can go to lucasohio.com. Do I have that right? Yes, you do. Lucasohio.com. You can find out about that show in June. Uh, come see Lucas at the Spring Bruce Festival. You can get your tickets at the com. He's going to play for a couple hours, actually, yeah. so it's a good long yeah. set.
8: Got a fun band, back me up.
3: I'm excited. Really I'm really excited. Thanks for doing the doing the fest with us. Yeah. Oh,
8: yeah. uh, thanks for having me back again. All right, brother. What are you going to take us out with? Remember the good times, because that's what we all got to do, right? Love it. Yeah. So um, this is from the from the fourth record. I'm just going to take these
3: off. No headphones. No headphones for Lucas. No headphones. He doesn't need that shit.
4: It's all Watch!